and we are live how's everybody doing tonight my name is anthony brian logan and you're watching and or listening to abl live thank y'all for joining me tonight you could be almost anywhere in the world but you're right here with me live on the show and i appreciate y'all for that we got a whole lot going on all over the internets all over mainstream media social media everywhere and i don't know where to start first of all the iowa caucuses are in the books and trump won in a landslide fashion landslide wasn't even close all-time record high won basically every county in iowa 98 of 99 it would have been 99 if not for a certain somebody but we'll talk about that a little bit more a little bit later also Fonnie Willis, the Fulton County District Attorney, is in trouble. Oh, she's in trouble. She might go to the penitentiary, bit rocks, little rocks, because she had her hand in the proverbial cookie jar, allegedly, potentially, perhaps. We'll talk about that a little bit more a little bit later. Also, do you have an EV? Do you have an electric vehicle? Do you live in a cold place? How does your vehicle perform in these very cold temperatures? Are you able to charge at a public charger? Just have, just, just, just buy a house, ABL. Get a garage, ABL. Easier said than done. We'll talk about that a little bit more a little bit later. Also, we have an update on the tunnels out there in New York City under the synagogue. There's a whole lot going on there. And your main man, Hollywood H- Hogan, came to rescue and save the day we'll talk about all those things and more on tonight's episode of abl live and thank y'all again for being here you guys are the best audience anywhere on these interwebs if you like what you're hearing thus far if you enjoy the content in general please give the video a thumbs up like the video share the video do all of that good stuff that'll help me out tremendously we got a whole lot going on tonight oh there there's a lot going on I got a lot of videos for y'all, a lot of exclusive clips I've not played yet. I'm excited to get into it. We're going to really start rocking and rolling. The, the, the EV video, the Tesla video, shout out to all the Tesla owners. Hey, nothing against you guys. I like the Teslas, but you guys have some problems and we got to admit it. We got to admit it. But before we go there, shout out to... My sponsors, of course, as always, shout out to PatriotPost.us, your best source of news and information anywhere on these interwebs. Their link will always be in the box or just go to PatriotPost.us. Tell them that ABL sent you. Also, go to my merch website, ABLmerch.com. We got the hats, t-shirts, stickers, hoodies, mugs, and more right there on the website, ablmerch.com, ablmerch.com. Also, go to my regular website, anthonyblogan.com. That is A-N-T-H-O-N-Y, the letter B, L-O-G-A-N.com. Go to the front page of the website. I write articles for each video that I produce. And in the articles, you're able to see a short summary of what's happening. Links from left, right, um, national, international, local, whatever you want. I got it right there on the website. Full videos, uncensored. As long as it's legal, it'll be on my website, on my place where nobody can tell me what to put on there. No censorship. Again, as long as it's legal. I'm not going to post something that'll get me locked up, making bit rocks, little rocks. I'm not trying to go to the penitentiary, but I'm also not going to worry about Mark Zuckerberg or whoever trying to tell me 
what I can and cannot post that they deem appropriate. That's not illegal. Again, anthonyblogan.com. Also, go to the contact page of the website, anthonyblogan.com forward slash contact, and you can find my email address, my snare mail address, my social media accounts, my Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, not going to call it X. All those good things are right there on the contact page, anthonyblogan.com forward slash contact. And as always, if you're ever wondering if you are conversing with me or not, just check the contact page. If the method of communication is not there, it's probably not me. So if somebody hits you up talking about all you got to do is send me $5,482.95 and then I will give you a $75 US dollar return, I please implore you just to use a little bit of your sense, okay? Nothing against anybody that may have fallen for a scam because you're a victim, but please, please, please just think about it for a minute. Why would somebody be asking me this on the internet? Why would ABL be asking me this on the internet? Okay, it's not me asking for money, talking about I'm going to flip it. You're going to get a return on your investment in 85 days. It's not me. It's going to be one of 15 uh, bald head Nigerian guys in a 75 square foot room in Lagos, sweating bullets. Okay, it's going to be them on their phones. I'm going to scam this woman head on ABL live show, huh? I'm going to scam her today. You're going to get that person. Or it's going to be a guy that could not get on the TV show without the now 600-pound life. He cannot get on the show. He's living over in the, the, the Eastern Bloc somewhere in Europe. He weighs 11,925 pounds. And he's on his phone doing the exact same thing that the guy in the 15-square-foot room in Lagos is doing with 18 other guys. So please, 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 my point is don't get scammed. Ain't nobody got no time for that, okay? Nobody has time for that in 2024. Please be aware of what's going on. Oh, my brother, I'm going to scam you today, huh? Don't be victim to that, all right? So, yeah, no no iTunes gift cards, none of that. If you want to contribute to the show, there's easy ways to do it. They're on the website. They're right here on the video. But what you're not going to do is send any money to I'm a Nigerian scammer and I'm in a small room with 45 guys and we all got bald heads and we're sweating bullets at gmail.com. Please don't do that because that's an easy way to realize that you're being scammed, all right? Bitcoin, Forex, I know nothing about it. I know nothing about it. So if you email me talking about, hey, I trusted you, all this, that, and the third, I think I think not, my friend. That was not me, huh? That was my cousin in Nigeria. It was not me. But anyway, we got a whole lot going on, and thank y'all again for being here. I really, really appreciate you. We got a whole lot going on. And let's get to first things first. First things first, um, we have the World Economic Forum. And Javier Malay, the new president of Argentina, made an appearance. Now, I'm going to read some of this caption here. And for those who um, speak Spanish, I will play it. You can kind of hear what he's saying. It, it might be transcribed. I don't think you're going to hear too much of his Espanol. 
Okay. So let's read some of this. President of Argentina, Javier Malay, stuns room of globalists at the World Economic Forum into silence after exposing them to their faces for destroying the West. I'm here to tell you that the Western world is in danger and it is in danger because those who are supposed to have supposed to have defend the values of the West are co-opted by a vision of the world that inextricably leads to socialism and thereby to poverty. So this is again, the new president of Argentina, Javier Malay at the world economic forum. Good afternoon. Thank you very much. Today, I'm here to tell you that the Western world is in danger. And it is endangered because those who are supposed to have to defend the values of the West are co-opted by a vision of the world that inexorably leads to socialism and thereby to poverty. Unfortunately, in recent decades, motivated by some well-meaning individuals willing to help others, and others motivated by the wish to belong to a privileged caste, the main leaders of the Western world have abandoned the model of freedom for different versions of what we call collectivism. We're here to tell you that collectivist experiments are never the solution to the problems that afflict the citizens of the world. Rather, they are the root cause. Do believe me, no one better place than us, Argentines, to testify to these two points. So there you have it. That's your main man, Javier Malay, at the World Economic Forum. Very good words were spoken right there. I agree with him. I like this guy. You know, I, I like him. I think he's going to do um, very well for his country. Shout out to Argentina. Afuera. Shout out to him. Now, speaking of the World Economic Forum, um, I want you guys, somebody who is more knowledgeable, more worldly, more cultured than I am. Maybe I'm not cultured enough. Maybe I don't know what's going on here. But I want one of you guys to explain to me just what is happening here. You ready? Let's, let's go ahead and rock out. No Kamai, no Kamaka, na Anuri, no Yuyua, na Wahon, Shinavo, Punk, and Tushina Shavaki, Shinamu Kikirani, Tsai Shavakirani, Tsai Makikirani. Are you coughing on people? Like, what's going on? Are you are a super spreader? Is this a super spreader event? What's going on? Again, I'm, I'm ignorant to what's happening. Please, 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 pardon my ignorance. I want one of you more traveled, cultured people in the chat to let me know what's happening here, okay? What, what are we doing? What you're not going to do is be blowing your, your, your C-19 smoke in my face. You're not going to do that. I, I'm sorry. Okay, you want to call from the crowd, that's fine. But you're not going to be doing all that on me. Is this some kind of blessing? Uh, uh, but, uh, okay, I'm sorry. I'm being ignorant. I apologize.
All right, so there we have it. Um, again, World Economic Forum. If you guys know what was going on, please inform me. I have no clue what's happening. Hopefully, we all did. You didn't just get a curse right now. I, I rebuke that curse in the name of Jesus. We're not going to do that today. So anyway, let's keep on rocking and rolling. If you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. You know what? I think rather than that particular thing right there, I might prefer this from the previous WEF event. Yeah, I think I might want that right there. Okay, give me, give me the ooh ooh ooh, give me the owl lady back. All right, give give me her back, and that will be the way to go. All right, let's let's keep on going here. Now we got um, some interesting clips. We got some man on the street interviews. Shout out to Clown World again for posting this. You guys, if you're not following Clown World on the Twitters, I don't know what you're doing. Clown World underscore all one. Word together. Now let's check it out. Take your kids to. Okay, you gotta you gotta see it and hear it. Let's get the on the screen. There we go. Take your kids to church or take them to a drag show if you have to choose. Drag show. I go for the drag show. Drag show. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Drag show. How come? I don't like church. I believe in myself. What about you? How come? I don't believe in church. You don't believe in church? <laughs> no. You don't believe in God? No. Yeah, I don't believe in God also. I don't believe in dogma. So do you think it's worse for a child to believe in God than to go to a drag show? I think we would uh, explain to them uh, what uh, what those drag queens are, you know? not uh, And they are what they are, you know? One question, do you believe? Yeah, uh, yeah? obviously, yeah. And what kind of God do you believe in? Uh, Jesus Christ, Okay. my savior, yeah. All right. Do you think a drag show could damage a kid at all? Yeah. Yeah? Can, can. Of course. Yeah? Oh, of course, it can. Of course. The drag show could damage the drag show could damage Why not? Kid. Why not? Yeah, if if you don't on. handle it the right way, it could damage it. What's the What accents are these? Are they in the United States? What are we doing? Are we over in Davos land? What's happening here? I have no idea. You guys let me know. The right way versus the wrong way. The right way is that you explain yeah. what it's all about. What is it about? Yeah, what is it about? I'm not uh, an expert on uh, drag queens. <laughs> you know? You? No. no, I'm not an expert on drag queens. I don't know if it's the right thing to say, but you could say those people that are doing like that, or they have some, you know, <laughs> something, something in their head that's not right. You can so they acknowledge that something's wrong with these people and it could damage the kid, but they'd rather take the kid to the drag show than church. So is how how bad can church be in their mind to where they would take them to the drag show that they acknowledge is bad for the kid and they have something wrong with them? I don't get it. You can say it like that, you know? <laughs> yeah, uh, let's be honest. <laughs> All right, so that's, that's that over there. I'm not sure where this is. Uh, let me see if I can find... Um, yeah, they're not, they're not telling it exactly where it is. The person who posted this lives in L.A. So I don't know what was going on. These are, these are tourists or what was happening. Peter? We have some more from Clown World. This is Peter. 
Peter is very interesting. I wonder where they are right here. Let's check this out. This play represents the real violence and killing of sheep by the wool industry. Now, what you have right here, if you can't see the screen, uh, Peter is demonstrating the quote unquote violence and killing of sheep in the wool industry. And they have this little display, I guess, supposed to be like, like some kind of snow, a snow globe. And people are inside beating up fake sheep. We're asking shoppers to choose animal free vegan clothing this holiday. They're in an inflatable snow globe beating up fake sheep. I'm I, I'm not. I don't know how I could possibly make that up. I have no I have no idea how I can make that up. Here we are looking at it right here on the screen, though. Instead of wool products made from sheep who were beaten, mutilated, and eventually killed, no one needs to wear wool or buy it as a gift with all the luxurious, warm, vegan clothing and accessories available everywhere. Shoppers can download free guides at PETA.org to find all sorts of cool <laughs> Like, what do you what is that? Is I eat PETA put sheep, you throw it on the ground, and it bounces in the air? Are we playing basketball or are we beating up sheep? What's really happening? Okay, so there we have it. Peter, they're ridiculous. And, you know, my thing, shout out to all the vegans. Nothing against vegans who are really concerned about animal cruelty. But what animals deserve your pity? What animals, what living beings are you more concerned about? Because when you're talking about being a vegan and you don't want to consume animal products, well, what about insects? What about some of the small rodents? Okay, now, if you have a rat infestation, are you going to just let it rot because they're animals and you don't want to uh, set out traps or anything like that? Okay. Like, how does that really work? Um, when you're talking about eating food, um, we, crops have to, crops grow outside typically. And in order for the crops to grow outside, there's all kinds of things done to protect them from small rodents, animals, and insects. Okay, boll weevils, um, uh, uh, locusts, uh, uh, grasshoppers, hornets, uh, rats, roaches, uh, everything. All kind of rodents outside must be eliminated, deleted to protect your precious kale and your corn, obviously. All these things, pesticides and animal control are done to protect so does not does that not really go into the equation when you're talking about being a vegan again nothing against somebody that wants to be vegan if you just want to eat that for your own personal sake that's one thing but if it's about animal cruelty then what animals are we talking about the ones that you can identify as being cute and cuddly or the ones that you might not want in your house okay you might not want some of these animals some of these rodents in your home all right. And, and that's that on that. So shout out to her. Um, and shout out to all the vegans, not the, not the crazy Peter vegans, but shout out to the regular, uh, v, uh, vegans. Exactly. Sam. And she's wearing wool as she speaks. Of course, of course. Yep. It's all kind of stuff. You got deer, spiders, all of that. Okay. Everything. My thing is, okay, if you're going to be vegan and it's all about protecting animals, protecting life, then where do like, where do we draw the line? Have you guys ever seen this, um, this meme of, it's a, it's a billboard and it's all these animals on the billboard and they say, where do you draw the line? And people want to draw a line. Here it is. Here, here's, 
Here, here's a here's a funny one. Actually, this this is kind of perfect. Let me put it on the screen for you guys, right quick. Now, let's let's show it. So this is a billboard. It says all animals want to live. And then there's a bunch of animals. I'll tell you what they are if you can't see them. And on one side, you have cats, dogs. Um, you know, that's pretty much cats and dogs, household pets. Then you got a bunny rabbit, a horse, chicken, cow, uh, another cow, some chicken, just things you eat every day, uh, pork, beef. You know, I don't see any fish on here. That's interesting. But anyway, on one side of the billboard, it says pet. And then there's a line that goes from white to gradually red. And then the red word says food. And the underneath all it says, where do you draw the line? And then somebody drew it. They said every day with the, the cow and the chicken and then economic collapse. You had the bunny rabbit and the horse and then apocalyptic afterscape. You get regular household pets. Okay, but if all animals want to live, where are the rodents? The cute little bunny rabbit, what about the rats and the mice and these kind of undesirable animals? You see what I'm saying? So the whole thing is kind of flawed anyway. And then in nature, animals eat animals. So all animals want to live, but the majority of your animals are going to be carnivorous. You try to feed your dog a plate. One plate would be the, the quote-unquote vegan food. The other plate is raw beef, chicken, or something like that. They're going straight for the raw food because that's what they eat. That's what they're going to eat out there in nature, okay? Every now and again, your dog might bring you a little surprise, okay? Some kind of dead, disgusting animal as a treat because for him, that's a, that's a treat. That's a, that's a good thing. Here, master, here's a good treat. That's what they do. They're not going to go outside and bring you a bushel of kale. That's not how they are hardwired. So, yeah, shout out to everybody that's a vegan. If you're a vegan, cool, but shout out to all the, the PETA people who are kind of ridiculous. But anyway, let's keep on rocking and rolling. Now, this is not Skid Row. I did a video coming out a couple of days probably. I'll probably put that out on Friday. But I got a video coming out about this kind of situation. This is not Skid Row. It's a nice neighborhood on the west side, I guess, of L.A. where its studio apartments cost $2,000. Now, I think there's music here, so I won't play the music. But you see what's going on. This kind of scene is all over Los Angeles, all over California and the city areas. And I'm asking people, how do you even really make it out there in the cities? You got to go away. Central Valley, I'm hearing about that. Dust Bowl, you got to get away from these places in order to make it. And you know what? If you're living in a nice neighborhood, how can you say it's a nice neighborhood when you got that kind of stuff going on? You see, I live in a pretty nice neighborhood. I don't see this happening at all. I don't see any of this nonsense. Tents everywhere, all up and down the street. I don't see this in my nice neighborhood. Now, people are homeless here a little bit. But this kind of stuff right here, that at a certain point, that's state-sanctioned. That's the city of Los Angeles or Oakland or San Fran, whatever it is. In California, that's the city and the state kind of sponsoring that type of behavior. That's what it is. It's crazy. But again, a nice neighborhood having that kind of stuff happening, I don't think that's necessarily the case. Now, we got another video here. 
Um, this is a pretty interesting clip. I don't know where they are. I hope they're not in Los Angeles because they're in danger. You living in L.A., you living in San Fran, Oakland, these city areas, forget about it. You got to go way out in BFE to be any kind of way safe. Where I live, I got a city area, and it's, and it's just fine. It's all good. All right? Somebody said, normal Portland neighborhood, that's crazy. If that's normal in Portland, I don't see how anybody just lives in there. Like, I don't see how you could just walk around, drive around every day, and ride past all the filth. And I like it's not there. I, I don't see it. It's like, my man, you don't see that patch of dirt right there on the ground in front of you. You don't see people having to step over piles of human waste just right there on the ground. Anyway, I'm getting graphic. Let me go to this right here. So shout out to her. This is an interesting video. Hold on. Let's get a little bit of sound. That might help. Shout out to the shout out to the soundboard. Shout out to uh, Roku or Rode. What are you, Jamie? No. Why? One, I'm married, but also you look like you put pronouns in your bio. <laughs> pronouns? Yeah, you look like a he him. Yeah, I am a he him. Yeah, but you look like you tell people you're a he him. <laughs> I don't tell people that. You never put pronouns in your bio? No, I haven't. Did you vote for Biden? No, I haven't voted yet. Well, yeah. you look like you might. So that will scare a guy away from you? That would scare me away from a guy, yeah, big time. Don't want you being a feminist. What are you, Jamie? No. Why? One, I'm married, but also you look like you put pronouns in your bio. <laughs> pronouns? Yeah, you look like a he, him. Yeah, I am a he, him. I think he might put pronouns in the bio. I think she pretty much had him dead on straight from the beginning. So, yeah, shout out to bro. If you're asking questions like this on the street, you might get a different kind of answer than what you were anticipating. Would you date me? Man, you, you look, you got pronouns in the bio. I'm not really feeling it. Plus, I'm married, so go that way. But it's all content, so shout out to them. Sometimes when I see these videos, I'm like, you know what? This might be a little bit fake. It, it might be a tad bit fake. But I want to play one video that I saw that could be fake. But to the young men out here, I want to play it because it's a teachable moment regardless. A lot of these videos you see when it skits, man on the street, it's, it's, especially when it's like a skit where it's like two people and it's not man on the street, a lot of times it's fake. Just, just think automatically it's fake. Now, this guy's on a date, and the young lady, um, this this is going to be about your priorities. I'm going to teach you a lesson about having your priorities together after it's done. So he's on a date, and then the guy's trying to have her split the, um, he's trying to split the bill with her. Tinder date was mad that she had to split the bill. What'd you say? Why are we splitting the bill? Well, I mean, it's our first date, so I thought we should maybe go half. I can't believe you made us split the bill. I mean, you ordered an appetizer that I didn't even touch. Why do you think that I should okay, pay for- Okay, but you asked me out. I know. But you ordered something you that I did. You asked me out. Alright, I'll just take you home and... Alright, see ya. Hello? Hello? See ya. Okay, now, I had to comment on this because I was... It was... It's, it's, it's on my spirit to do so. First of all, it could be fake. A lot of these kits are fake because why are you recording yourself doing this and then uploading it for what reason? I don't really know. But beyond that, let's say it's real. Number one, this might also be a he, him. 
that he might be a he him. He might have other kind of pronouns in his bio because of the way that he's acting. My man, if you ask her on a date, a dinner date, and you ask her to split the bill, you're bogus. If you're squabbling over appetizers and how much that costs, you can't afford it. You should just go do something else. Focus on a trade. Focus on the skill. You're a pretty young guy. Focus on doing that. Don't even worry about dating. Don't, don't even worry about chasing women. Just go out there and get your money. If you're squabbling over apps, over a, 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 a basket of chips or something like that, you don't need to be dating. Just go do something else. So, yeah, shout out to him if this is a real video, which it might not be. But, yeah, young men out there, if this is you and you're squabbling over appetizers, don't date. Some are going to say, well, just take her on a coffee date. Don't do that either because you're wasting time. The time it takes you to get ready for that outing and have the outing and come back, you could have been spent on working on yourself, getting money. You focus on the wrong thing. So if you're squabbling over appetizers, trying to do free stuff, you probably have your rent to pay, bills to pay, things of this nature. You are worried about the wrong thing. So again, if that's a real video, my man gets a big, crazy, fat L. Now, speaking of crazy and fat, here's a doctor saying, that losing weight has a lot of negative side effects. Now, this is a pretty interesting video because check it out. Um, at a certain point, you got to judge people on their appearance. Judge them on their appearance because you might be correct in your judgment. All right. Again, the caption, shout out to Libs and TikTok. And I'm going to just show you what's happening right here. The caption says, doctor says, losing weight has a lot of negative side effects and is risky and doctors should never tell people to lose weight. Woke doctors are literally encouraging patients to be obese and unhealthy. All right. So let's hear from the doc, shall we? Doctors should never be prescribing weight loss to anyone ever. This person's TikTok says the fat doctor. <laughs> oh, all right. Check it out. I mean, we need to bring back some of the shaming language we had in the past. When you had a doctor who was phony, was bogus, they called, they were called a quack. Let's bring back the shaming term quack for a person like this off rip fat doctor. You're not taking your own health seriously. So what can you Tell me about my health. Not a thing. I think I know more than the fat doctor. Remember that guy? Remember that guy, the fake doctor? Hold on. Remember the fake, the fake doctor who was treating patients and everything? Listen, Dr. Love, remember him? Listen, I would trust this guy to be my doctor over that particular individual talking about some of my fat doctor. Really? Let's get Dr. Love on the horn. Where is he at? If he's in the penitentiary, free him. Let's let's do a prisoner swap. You know, we like doing terrorist prisoner swaps. We traded the basketball player for the merchant of death. Let's trade Dr. Love for the fat doctor. I think that would be an appropriate exchange. If y'all agree, let me know in the comments, but I digress. All right. Can we get back? At there we go. In time. And here's why. When we recommend 
any procedure, treatment, medication or whatever, we need to be thinking about the pros and the cons, the benefits and the risks. So what are the benefits of intentional weight loss? Well, the main one is you become thinner temporarily, mind you, because up to 98% of people will regain all of the weight that they lost within five years. Up to two thirds of them actually will gain back more than they lost in the first place. There are some possible temporary health benefits, but none of them are long lasting. For example, you may be able to get your diabetes into remission for like, you know, 12 months, 18 months, but no longer than that for the vast majority of people. In fact, most of the data out there focuses A, on the short term benefits and B, more on health risks rather than health outcomes. I don't understand. I don't I don't understand why there is a TikTok video again. I've said it before. TikTok Antichrist. TikTok virus. TikTok spyware. Spyware at best. Virus at best. At worst, the Antichrist. And by that, I mean they'll focus on your blood pressure or your A1C or your cholesterol rather than focusing on, say, heart attacks or strokes or um, cancer. But what about the risks? Well, there are lots of them. First of all, there are the physical risks. People who diet suffer from malabsorption, um, poor energy levels, and when taken to extreme levels, they can become dehydrated. Look, I could tell you right now, I have much more energy than this particular individual right here. Okay, from The Incredibles, whatever kind of cartoon. This, this is a cartoon right here that I'm looking at. I can't believe, at a certain point, as we get further into artificial intelligence, technology, things of this nature, I got to question where the people that I see speak on the internet are even really real. Okay, am I, am I seeing a cartoon or a real person? I can't tell. They can even cause damage to their heart, their kidneys and various other internal organs. This is a doctor. Yes, this is a doctor. And again, their TikTok page is the fat doctor. I'm not making it up. It says it right there on the bottom of the screen. Maybe kind of hard to see the fat doctor. Then there's a the psychological damage, the low mood, low self-worth, um, increased rates of anxiety. Well, if you have an addiction to food and you... You are now not eating as much. Yeah, you're going to have a mood issue because your addiction is not being fed. So um, I'll just leave that right there because that's kind of a long video. But if I'm Hunter Biden, right, and I smoke crack for a living and then I stop smoking crack, but I have withdrawal symptoms, should I get back to the crack because I have withdrawal symptoms? No, because smoking crack is not good. You can't just say, hey, man. Keep on hitting that pipe because you're going to feel better. You won't be as anxious. Well, you, 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 you might you might also die from smoking crack. Same thing. You're shooting fentanyl. You're going to have withdrawals from the time you stop until you start again. Or and you, you've got to just keep on going and get past the withdrawals. That's how these things work. So because you're going to feel sick after you stop shooting fentanyl, heroin, whatever, should you just keep on banging the needle or do we stop at a certain point because that's unhealthy behavior? I mean, come on, doc. Again, I could be a doctor more than this person could. With all her training, I, I mean, at a certain point to become a doctor, 
you got to get training. Like if you're a real doctor, you have certificates, degrees, you, you go out to medical school, you got to go undergrad, postgrad, medical. You got to do all that kind of stuff to become a doctor. It's a long process. And this is what they produce. This is what school produced. I mean, academia is down bad. It's down all the way bad. How did you go to school where you learn about being a doctor, where you learn about being healthy, and then you can't even get your own self healthy? I mean, what in the world type nonsense is that? You just wasted a bunch of money, but I digress. I'm getting triggered. If you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all of that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. But yeah, don't start smoking crack again because you're having withdrawals. All right. Now, here's an interesting video from Dick Morris. Now, Dick Morris, you guys may or may not know who this is. He is a political consultant, I believe. Back in the Slick Willie days, Bill Clinton, he was right in his ear. He was on the cover of a magazine. It might have been Time Magazine, right on uh, Slick Willie's shoulder. This guy is still doing interviews and whatnot. He was on Newsmax. Um, he, I guess he has a podcast or a show called Dick Morris Democracy. Now, he's on Newsmax in his living room, I suppose, giving an interview. And then there's something that happens in the background. Uh, so shout out to Puff Daddy. Shout out to all these guys that might got a little something in the closet. So let's check this out. All right. It's a pretty embarrassing moment. Basically supporting. Um, uh now, who is this in the background? What What's going on here? Now, this appears to be some random man walking around in his underwears. Okay, you got on a, a wife beater, some draw, like some boxer draws. What's happening? Uh, Ron, they're basically supporting Nikki Haley. So they're going to downplay it, and they're going to try to say, oh, he didn't get a majority, or he got four. basically supporting. Um now, okay, who is this man? Who do y'all think that is? Is that his? His brother, his cousin. Am I okay? I'm I'm doing an interview. It's five forty-seven Mountain Time, so I suppose this is in the evening. I don't think it's well, not in the evening. This this is probably um he, he might be on the West Coast because I see sun coming through the window. This is well into the day. I don't think it's like oh dark thirty in the morning, but I think that it's well into the day. Not quite, um, not quite ready for a sunset yet. Why is this man walking around in the in the underwear like this? What's happening? Uh, Ron, they're basically supporting Nikki Haley, so they're going to. Is that is that his son lose a boyfriend? Somebody said home intruder. Uh, uh I see what you did there. I, I see what you did there, Magnum, uh, Magnum Imus, Imus. I see what you did there. Shout out to Paul Pelosi. But yeah, he just act like nothing happened. But hey. If I am doing a Newsmax interview, something like that, people are going to know that I'm doing it. Like when I do my stream, you can hear my voice all throughout the house. I speak loudly when I'm doing my stream. When I'm doing videos, I speak loudly. I project into the microphone so you can hear me very clearly. So you're going to know I'm on ABL Live, I'm on Newsmax, I'm whatever. There's never going to be a time that you've ever seen anybody just walk in my camera. There have been times when... I've had people here, but you never see him just in the camera unless I want him to be in the camera. Basically supporting um, uh, Ron, they're basically supporting Nikki Haley. 
So they're going to downplay it and they're going to try to say, oh, he didn't get a majority or he got basically. Yeah, Dick Morris might be in his box of draws. You know, I always wear pants because I never know when I got to get up and go to the door or something like that. I'm always prepared for whatever. You know, I'm, I'm a I'm a I'm a proper I'm a I prep with a small prep. I don't want to say the small P. Now, nah, I didn't already said it. But anyway, I'm a prepper a little bit, a little teeny bit. And I'm always ready. So if something was to jump off, I got shoes, socks, everything. And I got something else for the haters right within arm's reach, allegedly. Before before the boating accident, I would have something right here within arm's reach, ready to get rocking and rolling. It'd be, you know, boom, boom, boom. But the, the accident, it took everything. So I don't have it anymore. Anyway, let's keep on rocking and rolling. So shout out to Dick Morris. I don't know who that man was, sir, but that was pretty embarrassing. I mean, look at my man. Look at look at his face. Oops, got caught. That's embarrassing. But hey, it happens, man. People get caught on camera doing all kind of wild stuff. And the the political people, the establishment, they do a lot of really crazy things. All right. Well, we got a whole lot to get into. So y'all, please, please hang tight. And if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. All right. Now, uh, here's some videos from Wall Street Silver. This is about college versus trade school. The caption says, wife points out the differences between her master's degree and her husband, high school, then trade school. It's worth everyone thinking about and have that discussion with your kids. College is not necessary. Now, to that last point, it all depends on what you want to do. What are you interested in? What's your plan? What's your what's your plan going forward after you graduate high school? What are you going to do? Who are you going to be? What do you want to do with yourself in this country? Do you want to go somewhere else? All that plays into whether you go to college or not. What happens a lot is, or back in my day, here goes old man shakes fist at cloud. Back in my day, what kids would do is just go to college with no plan. Now, some kids had plans. But a lot of us just say, you know what? Okay, we're going we're just going to go to college and figure it out later. But that's not a very good idea, especially since it's so expensive. People crying out for student loan help and they're not getting it. They thought Biden would do it. And when Biden didn't do it, they start crying. It's like, "Well, we tried to tell you that wasn't going to happen." So, before you get into this crazy debt, you got to think about what you're going to do. Are you going to be to pay that debt back? Is it going to be worth it? Think about all those things. So everyone pushes college, 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 and I went to college. I have a master's degree. I make very good money for my age. My husband did not go to college, and I've talked about this on here before, and I don't think you understand. I don't think you understand it, so I'm going to throw it into perspective for you, and I say it not to brag, but to hopefully help, help any of you. I have a college degree. He has a high school diploma. He went to trade school. Right after high school, he got his certificates and everything and here we go so this past july he had already brought home brought home more than my gross salary this year come december he will have quadrupled my salary quadrupled it if he decides to pick up overtime on a weekend a two-day weekend if he picks up overtime he brings home that weekend just in those two days more than i make 
in a two-week check. I have a master's degree. He has a high school diploma. So that reason right there is why I will not push college on anyone. If you think that college is not for you and you want to try a trade school, obviously look into it. See if you think that you have what it takes. And then 100% do it. Do it. I don't think that enough people are talking about this. And it is 100% worth it if you stick with it. He's been doing it for eight years, so obviously he has made his way up the ladder. But if he leaves his job today, 100% guarantee he will make the exact same amount of money wherever else he decides to go. I cannot, I cannot stress it enough. I can't stress it enough. I am so jealous. I mean, hey, that's what, that's what happens a lot of times. You got guys that go and get a specialized thing. See, whatever you do, wherever you go, whether it be college, whether it be uh, trade school, whatever it is, you need to focus on having specialized skills. What can you do that someone will pay for? That should be your focus, your objective. Okay, if you're going to go to college, what skill are you going to pick up? Are you going to become a lawyer, doctor? Are you going to get into some really niche field? What are you going to do? What skill will you have? And will it be a thing that you can use for a very long time, whether it be at a job or not? That should be your focus. If you want to be a school teacher, okay, that's great. Okay, you, you want to be the best teacher you can be. If you want to do elementary school, you want to go to high school, you want to go to college, focus on being a good teacher. There's always a need, in my opinion, for good teachers. So whatever it is, have the skill, be good at it, and focus on that. Don't just go to college and waste money. You don't want to do that. Like, he doesn't have student debt. Nothing. And he's quadrupling my salary in one year. There you go. So, yeah, shout out to no no student loan debt. That's a big thing, though, because some of these student loan debt packages, oh, my goodness. I mean, you guys are getting run through the ringer. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i hearing crazy, like, six figures in student loan debt. You're talking about a house mortgage on your back before you get a house. A house mortgage or at least a car note. You're talking about the equivalent of, a, a brand new C8 Corvette note on your back with no Corvette. Okay. Um, barista at Starbucks at best. Um, chicken nugget dipper at McDonald's at best because you have no skill. That's the thing. I don't even hate on college. I hate on what college can do to you. If you allow it, college is a place that can be a scam. You know, there's a reason why you can't do predatory lending at banks and predatory lending at a certain point refers to when you know someone cannot pay the money that they lent you back and they give you all types of high fees and whatnot and penalties when you don't pay or let's say like you're you're a risk you're you're a risky borrower the bank knows this they give you the loan anyway they might give you an adjustable rate interest interest rate they, they give you all types of high fees because they know that you have a high chance of not paying the money back. So you get penalized for it. That's called predatory lending. Same thing with um, higher education. Basically, you get in a loan and the college is behaving as the bank when the reality is the federal government, but that's a different story.
they give you this money knowing that you probably not going to be able to pay it back. How are you going to pay back $150,000 and you have a lesbian underwater basket weaving degree? How are you going to pay it back? That normally will be called predatory lending, but they're allowed to do it. And that's why we got this crazy student loan debt bubble that will never, by the way, it'll never, ever, ever be paid off or canceled by the federales because it's government debt. When you're talking about your debt, like, okay, you're talking about a credit card or something like that. And you got like five grand on it. They might just go ahead and cancel that out. Student loans, man, they're going to garnish your wages, take your tax return, all of that. They can do things that the regular credit card companies cannot do because it's government debt. Again, they will never cancel it. It's a way to kind of enslave you. Not that way, but a different way. But I digress. All right, so let's check this out. Here is the the rent increase you're talking about all over the country. Uh, rent's high, bills are high, everything's high, which is part of the reason why you got a lot of homeless. If you see somebody in the patch of filth and dirt on the street, they are not there because things are too expensive. That's not why they're there. They are there because they like smoking crack. They like, they like to get high. If you see a person in the patch of filth outside, they are there because they are on drugs. If you see a guy living in a Toyota Corolla in the Walmart parking lot or RV or something like that, that is because it's too expensive to live in an apartment. He's not quite at the crack smoking stage yet. But if you see that Toyota Corolla become a patch of filth, that's when the drugs came in. But let's watch this right here to see what my man's talking about as far as how expensive everything is. Why is everything so damn expensive? Four years ago, my rent was $1,200 a month at a luxury apartment complex. It is now $2,100. Let's back up a little bit. So when was it $1,200? Four years ago, four years ago, my rent was $1,200 a month at a luxury apartment complex. It is now $2,100, not even including utilities. I went to the grocery store yesterday, right? And got three bags of chips, some ground turkey and some vegetables. And it was $67. <laughs> what? My car insurance from four years ago until now, with no tickets, no wrecks, no nothing on my driver's record, has gone from $130 to $240 per month. Three years ago, my electric bill was averaging $45. Now it's averaging $125. You go and get a tank of gas once a week, and you're dropping 70 bucks. I mean, a guy can't even buy a can of dip for less than $8. $8? I can't, I can't a dip. My man, <laughs> you worrying about dip. You got a whole addiction. See, they, they go to drugs right there. That's how it starts, but I digress. For a can of dip? What the fuck is going All right, so yeah. um, I got a few, I got a suggestion. The can of dip, see, you smoke too. You, you vape, like all of that. The drugs, the drugs will get you every time, man. But yeah, things are expensive. I understand what he's saying. Um, your rent going up, you can't control that. You know, the can of dip ain't going to do nothing and nothing to do with that. Your rent going up, food going up, everything's going up. And um, if you voted the wrong way, if you voted for the other guy, 
the 81 million allegedly, if you put, if you voted for that guy at a certain point, that's your fault. You are um, reaping what you've sown. But I can't say whether he did that or not. I can't say who he voted for or didn't vote for. But if you did, that's what it is. So, yeah, shout out to, is it salsa or dip? I think he was referring to putting that in you. I know how y'all do. Shout out to the the um the dippers out there. I knew a girl that would put that that dipped. It was crazy. Um, <laughs> she'd be out just on the curb, regular like regular girl, kind of halfway pretty a little bit. Looked all right. Had a um a, a white cup or something. Put the dip right in there, and like a, like a whole baseball player. It's like <laughs> what in the Babe Ruth, Greg Maddox, Randy Johnson is going on here. Okay, this little five foot two girl, like she a whole six foot ten major league baseball player. Okay, you're gonna throw a ball and hit a bird in the sky like Randy did. What's going on? But I digress. So yeah, shout out to the Dippers. And um, here's something interesting. Now, E. Jean Carroll. E. Jean Carroll is the woman who alleged that Trump assaulted her in the bathroom. Remember that whole thing? And then he got found liable for assault. I've never in my life heard about getting becoming liable for assault, but it's not a criminal penalty. And that makes no sense. And then the media would say, oh, Trump sexually assaulted somebody or he got found liable for it. What does that mean? Either you did it or you didn't do it. If somebody assaulted somebody, then bring them to court, bring them to trial for the assault in the criminal court. This, this whole thing with the civil litigation is kind of ridiculous, in my opinion, because it's it, more than the money. It's a way to besmirch someone's reputation in an inaccurate way that the general public won't care to know the difference between. You understand? So MSNBC can say Trump found liable for sexual assault. A normie who doesn't, who doesn't know any better will say that Trump sexually assaulted somebody. You see how that works? That's not what they said, but that's what they'll hear because that's how normies are. That's how people are when they are hit with lawyer language and it's confusing. But I digress. Somebody says, what's dipping? Okay, I'm going to show it to you guys if you don't know. That might be kind of a Southern thing. I'm not really sure. Dipping, when you put chewing tobacco um, in the can, it'd be like a little circular can. I don't have it, but it's like that big, maybe about that thick. And you take a little piece out, put it right there, and in, in, in between your lip, and then you do whatever you do, and you spit it out. That's called dipping. Hold on. Let me see if I can. Um, but I, ne- I never did that. Um, the white guys at my school, they do it sometimes. But I've never seen a black person ever do that. I- I'm not trying to be racist. I'm just saying. It's more of a southern white guy thing. I've never seen anybody of any other race do it. But I could be wrong. This is how you probably some Tex Mex might do it, but let's see. Now, here's a guy's going to dip for some reason. And what'll happen if you start dipping a lot, you lose your jaw. And you see some guys um, have surgery on their jaw. A lot of baseball players got problems like that where their jaws messed up because they get cancer right there where they were dipped because it's, it's tobacco. Chewing tobacco. Better get dipping. First, you get a can of cocaine. Then you crack the seal. Now we're cracked there, buddy. 
back it twice and then two fingers three fingers one finger you at least got to have the thumb and one finger dip it on in there just kind of grab yourself a pinch like so see put it right there like right there And that's how you do it. Now, he ain't going to show the whole part about spitting, because that's, that's also part of it when they spit it out, which is pretty gross. They carry around the cup, and then they spit it out. That was very popular when I was in Virginia. Very, very popular. That was the thing that guys would do. And a lot of baseball players would do that, too. A lot of your, um, the white baseball players would do it. The, with, the, with the black guys, it was crazy to see, like, some of the racial things. White guys sometimes would do the dipping. Like, a lot of the country guys, down Hickory, all that, Great Bridge, they do the dipping. But black guys would smoke black and mouths, weed but now weed everybody smokes weed now it's it's ridiculous but when i was in school the main thing white guys smoke weed too everybody smoked weed but like well black guys it was more like blunts um swisher sweets things of this nature you'll see black guys go to the gas station and get one swisher sweet cigar and then they bust it out take take the stuff out and then put weed in it but to me all that was kind of nasty anyway I digress. I don't want to get into all the drug habits here of different races. <laughs> Everybody's drug habit. But yeah, the dipping, it could cause cancer because tobacco, like whatever they put in, it could cause cancer. You putting it right there on your lip, your jaw can be messed up. It, it's a whole big thing. Now, as I was saying, when you're talking about somebody got found liable for sexual assault, it can be very damaging because the average normal does not know any better. All they're going to know is he went to court. He got found guilty. Newports, that's something else. Yeah, my Uncle Frank, shout out to Uncle Frank, RIP to him. He will always, and Uncle Chauncey too. I got a picture of my uncle. I'm going to find it in a minute. He had a, a box of Newports in his shirt pocket, <laughs> like right there. That was his thing. Hold on. I got to find that picture now that I'm thinking about it. And I'm going to get to the whole E. Jean Carroll. That's what I'm talking about. I'm going to get to that in just one minute. Y'all please hang tight. All right. Do I have that picture? I probably don't. I'll, I'll find it again one day. But yeah, he had the 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 pack the Newports right there. You can see it right through his uh white shirt with the with the you know what I mean. That was that's what that's what that that was a thing. Newports. That's what everybody the anything menthol, Virginia Slims, Newports. That was their thing. But anyway, let's keep on going. E. Jean Carroll. This is um I think where she lives. Of course, like a Hobbit or something, but. It says the founder of LinkedIn is spending millions of dollars to fund this wacko as a way of interfering against Trump in the 2024 election. Shout out to Citizen Free Press for posting this. Let's check it out. I call it the Mouse House because some very distinguished uh, mice live here. Uh, Kahneman lives in the kitchen. Taberski lives in the bedroom. This is my shed. And on that side are the books that most influenced me growing up. On the door are the list of my dogs, Marky, Fortuna de la Spunky, Heidi, Tits, Bloody, and Hepburn. Again, this woman, if you didn't hear me, this is E. Jean Carroll. This is the woman who said that Trump assaulted her in the bathroom of the department store, wherever they were. I don't want to say where it was because I'm not quite sure exactly where it was. The streams and the rivers were dry, 
And I, it so horrified me that I came out and started painting the rocks blue to indicate that there was once a river here. And then after I got done painting the rocks, I just sort of walked over here and then did that tree and then did that tree and then I did this tree. And then pretty soon I'd done this whole forest. E. Jean hikes around her house for three miles every day. She says it is what keeps her going at 75 years old. Oh my God! What's the best piece of advice I've ever given? What a Look, okay. 75? Trump would never. I'm just saying. I know, obviously, she was not at the time 75 when the alleged attack happened, but she's too close to his age for that to make any sense. But I'll move on. A horrible question to ask an advice column. Oh my God. Hang on. Eat, drink, and be merry. That's it. That's my advice. Look at this vehicle. Is that a Prius with blue polka dots on it? Now, she seems to be very well mentally adjusted, don't you think? She appears to be a very credible witness in the court of law. I mean, what in the world? What type of judge would I even allow her to even? I mean, at a certain point, you're talking about this. This lady has some serious screws loose. The, 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 the marbles aren't marbling. She's a few trees short of a forest, pun intended. She's a few crayons short of an entire 64-count box. She is a few fries short of the Happy Meal. A few gravy dips short of an entire smothered steak. You understand what I'm saying? This lady is not right. And this is the woman that people want to believe when she says that Trump assaulted her. I mean, be for real. Be serious. And you know what? It sucks because people do get assaulted. But people also lie about being assaulted, which muddies the waters. So there you have it. For Elle Magazine, of course, E. Jean Carroll. All right. That's her. <laughs> so is that the first time seeing her? There you go. You're welcome for your introduction. All right. Let's keep on going here. Oh, we got to get to my man, to, to my main man, Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Okay. Who saved a young lady in Tampa, Florida from a vehicle wreck. The vehicle flipped over. He was able to rescue her with his friend. And I think it was him and his friend and his wife was there, but she won't be getting involved with direct. Obviously, she was just there. So let's check it out. Developing tonight, a car crash that flipped a young girl's car here in Tampa last night turned into an act of heroism and by a name you may recognize. TMZ reports Hulk Hogan himself witnessed it with his wife and his friend. As Fox 13's Evan Moon explains, they jumped into action to pull that girl to safety. Hulk Hogan's wife, Sky Daly, posted about the accident, writing, Last night we left dinner in Tampa. We saw a car flip in front of us. I truly admire my husband, Hulk Hogan, and good friend Jake Rask for springing into action. Tampa police confirmed it was on the Veterans Expressway by exit 2A towards Clearwater. The two men, Hogan and friend Jake, seen in pictures by TMZ, pulled a teenage girl from the wreckage. Hogan tweeting that without a knife to puncture the airbags, he used a ballpoint pen. Now, like they, they were kind of like halfway reading the tweets. I hate when news outlets will show a tweet and not read it in its entirety. So what he says is that the crazy part about the teenager that flipped the car 
was that without a knife to puncture the airbags to get her out, an Indian Rocks Christian ballpoint pen came in really handy to puncture the bags. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. All is well even now. Amen. Uh, Hogan. Now, Hogan got baptized recently. He got saved recently. So that's why that's important. Okay. So you can see right here what's going on. This article was dated December 21st of last year. December 21st, 2023, Hogan and his wife get baptized in Florida. Greatest day in my life. All right. And he says, no worries, no hate, no judgment, only love. The former WWE star said in the post social media. So there he is right there getting saved, getting baptized just um, a few weeks ago, recently, last year, December 2023. So then he comes across a young lady in the vehicle and he has no knife to put, punch her the airbags to get her out. But he has an Indian Rocks Christian ballpoint pen, you see. But let's keep on rocking. Pen to free the 17 year old girl from the upside down car. He goes on to say, Thank you, God, all is well. Wife Sky Daily writing the teen girl was, quote, unscathed, just really rattled, which was a miracle. What caused the accident is still under investigation. One comment online read, Imagine flipping your car and the first thing you hear is, You all right, brother? A nod to the famous wrestler who. You all right, brother? Get out of the car, brother. Come on, brother. Hogan's here to save you, brother. Lives here in Tampa Bay. I had to do it. Fellow Good Samaritan Jake Rask was with the Hogan Sunday night. We spoke with him about the act of being a real-life superhero teamed up with Hulk Hogan. He messaged us, we're just glad she's okay, and God put us there at the right time. Amen. Hogan putting his WWE expertise to good use this weekend. And as he might say, a true brother helping another. So shout out to uh, Hollywood Hulk Hogan with the NWO shirt on. The NWO, oh my goodness, when I was like middle school, high school, oh man, the NWO, that was like the best thing since Pants With Pockets, the best thing since sliced bread, okay? The best thing says, the, the, like the, the, the wheel. The NWO, psh, man, I remember when they first came out, when uh, it was like this whole big thing with, with Nash and Hall, RIP, Scott Hall. It was, it was, it was world changing. They had the video game that came out with it on the, um, on the N64. This period of time was amazing. It really was. And you know what? This, this is, I was saying on Twitter, I'd rather watch wrestling than pro sports. Pro sports has become so fake. Is it just me or has it become fake? It's like, it's rigged. I, I, I can't believe it. NBA kind of sucks. I watch a baseball game here and there, but it's just kind of a long time. But the NBA is a three-point shooting contest, and these guys are laying bricks, enough bricks to build a house in 45 days, okay? Faster than Jose and Juan and all of them can ever build it. These guys shooting up bricks all day long. And then in the NFL, you get these key decisions at the wrong time. Then they want to bring in sports betting, that's going to be corrupt because you already had referees in the NBA, Tim Donahue, et cetera, who got busted for betting on games. There was one video where it might've been Drewski or somebody said, Hey man, what you got on that parlay? Speaking to a ref and the ref smiled. Was the ref smiling because it was a funny joke or did he have a parlay 
riding on their game. You see what I'm saying? Listen to me. If you're a referee, look, I'm, I'm going to tell a story. And I'm going to kind of bring it on back to the whole thing about sports betting. Um, Fat Joe, the rapper, we all know, lean back. He went to prison for tax problems, tax evasion or whatever. What he said happened is he had an accountant who he gave the money to for the taxes. The accountant did not pay the money at a certain point because his son became paraplegic or quadriplegic, one of the two, and the accountant had to take care of the son with Fat Joe's money. Money's not getting paid. The IRS calls. Ring. Hey, Mr. Fat Joe, you've not paid your taxes. Oh, for real? Really? Yeah, you got to go to prison. Although he wound up paying the taxes off, he still went to prison. Unlike Hunter Biden, yet, different story, I digress. So, Fat Joe goes to prison because the accountant needed the money to help his son. Now, let's go back to sports betting. If a ref is in a situation where he needs some money right now, a big amount of money right now, and he has a parlay on the game that he is refing, and he has the ability to have the game go one way or the other, will he choose to do that to, like, pay a ransom for his son? I'm exaggerating, but you understand what I'm saying. The incentive is there for the refs to cheat. And there's already allegations of the refs cheating or favoring certain players, letting certain things go. You got guys traveling. I see videos all the time of a guy who will take one dribble from um, from coast to coast, from under the rim on one side to the other side, dunking it. Not even the jumper, dunking with one dribble. How that happen? You travel. You see what I'm saying? I'd rather watch some wrestling going back to the Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Hogan, and somebody asked me, I think Apple asked me, my, my top five favorite wrestlers. I'm going to go Hogan, probably number one. Because Hogan was good in the 80s and 90s, in the late 80s with the red and yellow, and then in the NWO days in the late 90s, like 98, 99, he was good and reinvented himself. He was like a whole different person, a whole different Hogan. With simple moves, he just had the charisma, great microphone work. He was just all around, all around good wrestler. He's probably my top favorite. And then, of course, Stone Cold, um, Undertaker, Ultimate Warrior, and probably Randy Savage or Shawn Michaels, one of the two. I might put Rock in there as well, but Rock, in my opinion, was more of a, a good actor post-wrestling than... He was good, though. He's he's in the top 10 for sure, but top five, I would say those are my top five. But yeah, definitely um, Hogan in the top. And I'm going to say one more thing. I saw, the, I saw the match when I was like five, six years old in the late 80s, early 90s, probably like 88, 89, where Taker got put in the coffin. Now, Taker put Warrior in the coffin. I thought he was dead. It was so real to me. Nothing will ever top that level of entertainment, especially what's happening right now with pro sports. It's so bad. It's so bad. I don't watch sports at all anymore. I don't watch it. I turn on the NFL football game. They blowing whistle every five seconds. So turn on NBA basketball. These guys traveling from here to the southern border. They shooting up bricks. 
they shooting uh, 45 threes in the game and they might make 10 of them. It's, it's, it's unwatchable at a certain point. Rick Flair. Yep, absolutely. Rick Flair, Devon Eric, Nation Boy Rick Flair, uh, Roddy Piper, RIP. Um, yeah, RIP, Randy Savage, RIP, Miss Elizabeth as well. She was one of the most beautiful women in the world. Miss Elizabeth, she was she was amazing, very beautiful. Um, but Warrior, RIP Warrior, he was great. Warrior was great. The promos and all of that during the cocaine days, these guys were amazing. Don't do drugs, but those days, oh my goodness, the 80s, kids today, look, I'm going to be the old man. I'm already the old man right now. I'm going to sit around and talk to my nieces and nephews and kids if I have them one day. I'd be like, look, y'all just shut up and listen to what I'm saying right now. Back in the 80s and the 90s, wrestling was a beautiful thing. It was beautiful. All, all the TikToks and the dances and the Instagram, Snapchat videos, nothing is comparable to wrestling during those days. Nothing. Oh, yeah. And I met um, Kane. You guys know I met Kane, right? Um, Glenn Jacobs, mayor of Knox County. I met him at um, Politicon. I did see that picture when I was trying to find a picture of um, me and my uncle. This is me. When was this? 2019 or 2020, right around then? 2021, right around then. So that's me and Kane. Now, listen, I'm not a small person. I am six foot three. Okay, you guys who have met me in person, you know how, you know, like my size. Kane was humongous. Glenn Jacobs, giant, like literally. I look like a whole puppet. A, a baby doll next to this man. It was, it was, but you know, he's talking about fangirling. Oh my goodness. With, with Kane right there again, Glenn Jacobs, uh, mayor. I think he's, I think he's might still be mayor of Knox County here in Tennessee, which is basically not Knoxville. And the Politicon was in Nashville. So I came from chat. He came from Knox about the same distance to, um, to Nashville. So yeah, Kane was, humongous <laughs> like a, a wall literally it was crazy but anyway shout out to hollywood H hogan for saving the day coming to the rescue and by the way hogan is 70 years old so 70 years old still out there active getting it yeah i know cb i look like i'm 510 right there but i'm literally i'm literally six foot three i'm literally six foot three Normally, when I go into any store, I'm the tallest guy in the store. I'm not a giant, but I'm taller than the average person. Put it to you that way. All right. I look 19. This was, what, three years ago, four years ago? I, I cut this beard off. I'm like a little boy. I cut my beard off and no hat. I look like I'm about, you know, I'm about to go in the playground or something. But not really. I understand what I'm saying, though. <laughs> I said I was 16 in 2000. <laughs> I'll, I'm telling you. I look the exact same. I've looked the same since I've been in high school, really. It's just, I look older with the beard. But I can show you with your book picture and show you me now with no beard on. It'd be pretty much the same. I didn't get fat or nothing like that after high school. I looked the exact same. Someone said I was young. This is like just recently. But anyway, I digress. If you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all of that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. Okay, now we got a video um, about Trump. Now, this is controversial to some people because um, of 
the the caption that Trump wrote. People say it's blasphemous. Um, this is a person named Stupid. I don't know who this guy is really, but I've seen his sentiment shared by other people. Shout out to my main man Bryson Gray. Shout out to you. That's my dog. I like Bryson a lot. Shout out to Bryson and Shekinah, his wife. Congrats to you guys getting married. Um, before I start, somebody says, "Will I cut the beard again?" I'll never cut the beard again because I'm going to tell you the way the beard happened. Then I'm going to get to the God made Trump video. Um, the beard happened. I had a selfie of myself, which is very rare. I'm not a selfie person. I'm never going to be just like on the camera. That ain't my thing. You know what I'm saying? That's not my thing at all. But anyway, so um, I had a picture of myself on the internet, had like a little bit of like five o'clock shadow action going on. And people were like, hey, man, go ahead and grow the beard out. Just do it. And it's like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and grow the beard. And then I just grew it, and I got a lot of attention, a lot of compliments for the beard. So I'm like, you know what? I'll keep it. It was it was just kind of a whim that was egged on by people, and I just did it. And it's been quite a while now. I've I've trimmed it, but I've, I'm not going to cut it off completely. I'm, I'm not, I won't go back to the, the baby face no more. Yeah, I, I won't go back to that anymore. But I have trimmed it. It has been longer than it is right now. I don't want to get it to the point where it's like I'm about to go outside and smoke crack for a living. But anyway, let's watch this video. And you let me know if you think that it's blasphemous. Again, the caption that Trump put on it is God made Trump. Okay, God made Trump. God had to have somebody willing to go into the den of vipers. Call out the fake news for their tongues as sharp as a serpent's. The poison of vipers is on their lips, and yet stop. So God made Trump. God said, I need somebody who will be strong and courageous, who will not be afraid or terrified of the wolves when they attack. A man who cares for the flock. A shepherd to mankind who won't ever leave nor forsake them. I need the most diligent worker to follow the path and remain strong in faith and know the belief of God and country. Somebody who's willing to drill, bring back manufacturing and American jobs, farm the lands, secure our borders, build our military, fight the system all day, and finish a hard week's work by attending church on Sunday. And then his oldest son turns and says, Dad, let's make America great again. Dad, let's build back a country to be the envy of the world again. So God made Trump. So what do you guys think? Again, Trump put the video on Truth Social and he captioned it, God made Trump. So what do you guys think? You saw the video, you heard the video. What's your thoughts? Do you think that it's cringe? Is it blasphemous? Is it a good video, bad video? What's your take on it? Now, I don't think that it's blasphemous. I think it's just like a campaign video, really. I don't really see the big thing to say God made Trump. That statement isn't false because, I mean, according to what it says right there in the Bible, in Genesis, God made us all in his own image. What's that, Genesis 127? Am I right about that? Shout out to everybody that uh, knows the verse. Uh, let me see. Is it? Yeah, like I said, 127, Genesis 127. So God created man in his own image and the image of God. He created him male and female. He created them. So the statement is correct from a biblical point of view, but I guess maybe people are saying that God made Trump is somehow wrong because maybe God did not make him for a purpose. But if you believe in 
determinism at a certain point, if you believe in uh, predeterminism, then he would be he would be made for a certain purpose. We all made for a certain purpose. We all have a, we all have a purpose to fill on earth. If we're made by God and you believe in predeterminism, then you are made for a purpose. You have a purpose and a value to bring to the planet. That's what that would mean if you believe in that. Now, I'm not trying to say one way or the other was right or was wrong, but according to what the book says, that's what you would believe. Maybe I'm wrong. You guys let me know. I'm not necessarily a biblical scholar here, but I know a little bit. I've read it a few times. All right. Exactly. Uh, Robert Drake says the same argument can be made for God making you ABL. I don't see anyone doing what you're doing. Not like you. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. And I think everybody has a purpose. I think we all here. We all special. We're all people. Y'all have a purpose. I can get a lot deeper into that. Um, while they're suffering in the world, I can get, I can go deeper into that, but I don't want to, I digress. I think that's just a thing that makes sense to me, but some people are upset. They're saying it's blasphemous. I'm seeing that a lot on the internet. Shout out to Bryson. Bryson is not in the chat, but I was, um, on the Twitters and he was talking about that. And a few others are saying the same thing, but I don't really see it as a bad thing. I think it's a pretty good campaign video. Uh, it might be cringe to some, but to others, it's not really a big deal. All right. Now, let's look at Trump in court. Now, I showed you E. Jean Carroll, lady with the Ronald McDonald wig, the old Hollywood Hogan, bright red color. I showed you her in the woods acting the fool with a polka dot Prius. Now, Trump's been in court for a while over this whole thing, or he was in court. Um, this comes from Colin Rugg. He posted this video. It says, Justin, judge threatens to kick Donald Trump out of courtroom during E. Jean Carroll's defamation trial against him in New York. Trump repeatedly taunted the judge in response by saying, I would love it. Judge Mr. Trump has the right to be present here. That right can be forfeited and it can be forfeited if he is disruptive, which is what has been reported to me consists of. Now, I ain't gonna read the entire um, transcript. So let's go ahead and roll it. When you said in that video that Ms. Leeds would not be your first choice, you were referring to her physical looks, correct? Just the overall, not... Oh, this, this, might, this might not be it, though. This might be an old video. This is from 2022. So I may need to read the actual transcript. I thought, I thought it might be the, 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 um, the main one. So this is an older video of him in a deposition, but there's new word of what he said in the courtroom, okay? If you catch me. So... I'm going to read that since that's not what it is right there. So the judge said, Mr. Trump has right to be present here. That right can be forfeited and it can be forfeited if he is destructive, which is which what has been reported to me consists of. And if he disregards court order, Mr. Trump, I hope I don't have to consider excluding you from the trial. Trump throws hands up. Judge, I understand you're probably eager for me to do that. Trump, I would love it. The video below is Trump's position from O2, where he told E.G. and Carol's lawyer to her face that she's not his type. So, I mean, this whole thing with Trump going to court back and forth, is just a way to disrupt, to distract, to drain resources away. It's a whole big mess. Trump doesn't want to be in court. He'd rather be out there on the campaign trail. And I think the majority of us would want him on the campaign trail as well. Pretty simple. All right. Was it Billy Graham that said that? Shout out to Billy Graham. Is Billy Graham still living? All right. Hold on. I, I'm all over the place. Nah, he he been he been passed away. 2018. R.I.P. Billy Graham. 
All right, let's check this out here. This is not a video, just a news um, brief. So CNN has canceled the New Hampshire debate because Nikki Haley and Trump are not going. Trump has not gone to any of the debates. The only one that was going to be there was Ron DeSantis. So they pretty much say, okay, we're not going to do it anymore. And you know what? This kind of feeds into what I was saying in my video about the caucus. Do we need to have the debates? At the, the, listen, the, the debates are good. But the debates this time around were pointless. If anything, it just helped Vivek Ramaswamy get a bigger platform. That's all that it did. It didn't determine the nominee at all. Trump didn't go to any of the debates, but kept a, a tremendous lead. The lead is so big that he won Iowa by a record-breaking margin. 29.8, a, a 30-point victory, big, a, a huge margin of victory that he won. So what's the point of the debates? Maybe you get a bigger platform if you're Vivek Ramaswamy, if you're Nikki Haley, um, if any, actually the debates made DeSantis kind of fall. He had all of the world's momentum. If you could just combine every piece of the world's momentum into one person, it'd be Ron DeSantis. He had that going into the actual debate cycle, into the campaign cycle. And what does he do? Just throw it all away. When he had to talk on the stage, when he had to present himself, when he had to be out there being a human being, it just didn't work. And I'm just so confused. It's weird. DeSantis lowered himself or got lowered from the debates. Nikki Haley, I have no idea how she's even still here. I think Nikki Haley is the establishment choice. The establishment is caught up on diversity, equity, and inclusion. And that's left, right, whatever. The Coke brothers, all these people, they are caught up on that. They think that this woman, because she is from the Indian subcontinent, somehow has a chance to become the president. It's like, I don't understand. Because she's diverse, that means she could be a good president. And not only diverse, but also willing to do whatever she's told by the establishment. That's the, that's the key that we can't ignore. Okay, I'll go out here. I'll, I'll ride down on X, Y, and Z. I'll do whatever it takes to secure my spot as this person. Okay, we're going to bomb, 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 bomb Iran. Cool. We're going to go invade Iraq. We're going to go invade Iran, Taiwan, nukes, whatever. That's Nikki Haley. I have no idea. She's, she sucks. She is the worst person in the entire race. I'd vote for Chris Christie over Nikki Haley. And... It's got to be a cold day and you know where for me to ever vote for that person right there. It's like, my man, if you cannot regulate your own body mass, how are you going to regulate the federal budget? You let me know that. I mean, make that make sense. Make it like, make it kind of congeal for me. I'm having a hard time, but I digress. Shout out to me for fat shaming. But anyway, um, here's a message from Vladimir Putin saying that the U.S. elections are rigged. And he's not going to say that he did it. Spoiler alert. Let's watch. 
All right, did it on the screen. There we go. There's nothing but as a part of Russia. That's why the voting results were like that. This is an obvious thing. That's why the voting results were like this. I always talk about this. Nobody can force you to come to the polling station. Probably everything can be rigged, just like the previous U.S. elections were rigged through mail voting. It is clear that it was voting by mail. They bought ballots for $10, filled them in, and without any supervision from observers, they threw them into mailboxes, and that's it. But it's impossible to force someone to come. You can't force anyone at gunpoint. If people didn't want to, they simply wouldn't have come to the polling stations, that's all. This is called voting with your feet, that's all. Here they came and voted. What is this other than democracy? The expression of the people's will is democracy. You know that. So there you have it. Shout out to your main man, Vladimir Putin. Shout out to him. Okay, you could tell the West, you could tell why the West did not, does not like him too much. Okay, he has become less of the boogeyman in recent history. All right. Because you have other things that you can point at that aren't even a human being, like racism, the specter of racism. Speaking of that, let's go to MS-13 DNC and hear from uh, the chief lawyer, barrister, whatever it is, in UK, Joy Ann Reed. And you're going to see why I call her that in a minute. No and RIP headphone users, sorry about the loud noise. Let's go ahead and throw it on the screen and get the sound popping correctly. And I think to the point that you made, Steph, I mean, it, it's the elephant in the room. She's still a brown lady that's got to try to win in a party that is deeply anti-immigrant and which accepts the notion that you can say immigrants are poisoning the blood of our country. She's getting, you know, birthered by Donald Trump. Um, and I don't care how much the donor class likes her, which will yeah. ramp up a lot, the better yeah. she does in New yes. Hampshire. So it's still a challenge. I don't see how she becomes the nominee of that party with Donald Trump still around. I can't picture it happening. Maybe it could happen. Ron DeSantis's only argument for staying in it is he's the white guy that he can still make the appeal to white people. Now, this is crazy. Okay, a few things are crazy in this clip. First of all, talking about the brown lady, Nikki Haley, I thought I had no idea Nikki Haley was from the Indian subcontinent until long after I had first seen her. She could easily pass for white. Okay. She could easily pass for white Persian at best, but he does not. She does not look like Vivek Ramaswamy. Vivek Ramaswamy is clearly Indian. Bob's in Virginia. Shout out to the Indians though. Anyway, I'm being racist, but Nikki Haley being a Brown lady. Is that the reason why she lost? Why did Ron DeSantis get the same votes that she did? They're pretty much neck and neck. Speaking about DeSantis, Nikki Haley, he got 20%. She got 19%. Why did he do so poorly? Why is, this, why is it a big gap between DeSantis and Donald Trump? Why? He white. Why did he lose so poorly? Why, why, why was there a record margin between one white guy and the other white guy? Maybe people aren't racist. And they don't see someone for their quote unquote color, although Nikki Haley is the same color as these people. Okay, if you didn't know about her family history, you might think she's white because she can pass easily for white. I had no idea she wasn't white until well after I had first seen her. But the second thing that's going on here 
The second issue happening here is this week. Joy Reid, are you trolling us? Are you trolling us? Like at a certain point, I think sometimes people do things because they think they're just trying to send a message to me. Like, you know what? I can wear whatever kind of wig I want. I can wear this UK courtroom barrister wig, lawyer, judge, whatever. This 1975 powdered wig that George Washington wore. Am I, am I seeing an antique right here? Are you going to try to get into British common law? Are you going to go ride the lorry in some little town over in the United Kingdom, in England, Scotland, Wales, Ireland? What's happening with your wig? Now, in case you don't know what I'm talking about, you're like, hey, ABO, what's going on? Why are you rambling about wigs? Look at this on her head, okay? Look at this contraption, and then let's take a peek at this. Uh, twins. Twins. This is what they wear over in UK still. Now, shout out to the UK, guys. If I'm wrong, y'all tell me, hey, ABO, you're wrong, they don't wear the wigs anymore. They're wearing dreadlocks and cornrows and regular hot top fades and high and tight Marine Corps, oorah. They're wearing those. Or are we still wearing these kind of wigs in the courtroom? These wigs are terrible, man. Tyler Perry has nothing on this level of atrociousness. I don't know if you're trolling or what's going on, but it's distracting. The racism that you're talking about is one thing, but I feel like it's all an act. The racism, you really don't believe in it because most of these people on MSNBC talk about the white man is the devil, will label the white man every night. And then they have all these ridiculous wigs. It's all part of a game. Am I being punked? Am I going to have Ashton Kutcher come from the cut, come through my computer screen and tell me it's a game? I can't tell, but I digress. If you like what you're hearing thus far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all of that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. Are, are these anti-lice wigs? Okay, there we go. Well, maybe it's a lice, it's a lice issue in in uh, the MSNBC headquarters. I don't know what's going on because that wig is crazy. But speaking of the so-called brown lady, here is Nikki Haley. And if my eyes are telling me the truth here, she might have gone into a tanning bed to become brown. Cause I'm seeing an area over her eyes that's lighter. Now, forgive me. I'm a little bit ignorant. I've never been to a tenant bed before. I know it's hard to believe that ABL has never been to a tanning bed before because I got enough melanin right here. I don't need to have more. Okay. I'm good. If I go outside in the sun for five minutes, I'm going to turn from uh, <laughs> this color brown. Look, if I go outside for five minutes, I'm going to match my headphones and my glasses. I'm going to be a whole shadow. I'll be invisible. But anyway, Nikki Haley, I think, has on her eyes, it's like a lighter texture on her eyes, around her eyes, than the rest of her face, below her eye, and then above it, which is like the whole Donald Trump thing where he goes to the tanning bed and put on a little swim goggles. You know, the little goggles like, you know, like that right there, putting on those. Because you don't want to get the, the rays all on your eyes and all that jazz. But anyway. I can safely say tonight, Iowa made this Republican primary a two-person race. I can Now, that's Nikki Haley, the so-called brown lady. 
And speaking nonsense, so she came in third behind Ron DeSantis. So how was it a three man or a three per or how was it how was it a two person race? Really, truthfully, to be totally honest, is one person, and that's Trump. Because although DeSantis is ahead of Nikki Haley in the number two spot, they are both irrelevant. They both have no chance of defeating Trump. So really, the race is actually over. The race is done. It's like, okay, check it out. I'm going to do a little bit of um, illustration just with whatever I have here. Okay. So hold on. Let's just say you have a race and you have one guy way out in front. You can't even see him. He's, he's over here. Now you have two people behind him over there. And this guy crosses the finish line. They're pouring champagne on his forehead and they're celebrating we won. The other two are still back here trying to catch up. Is it a three-person race when one guy's already finished? There's no way you're going to be able to bridge that gap. If, if, it's a, if it's a Tour de France and I'm 15 miles ahead of you, how are you going to make up the difference? How? You'll need an active guide to... Have that happen, and it's not going to happen. It's not. There's nothing you could do, Nikki Haley. So, yeah, this is delusional at best. But I'll move on. All right, so here is Trump's acceptance speech, or part of it, from Des Moines. And uh, to all of the people standing behind me and all of the people in this room and so many great politicians and great dignitaries and friends, I just want to thank you all. This is a very special night, and this is the first... Because the big night is going to be in November when we take back our country and truly we do make our country great again. Thank you very much, everybody. Great honor. Thank you very much. Thank you. So there we have it. There, there's, there's my man. There's Orange Man. Uh, he'll be back in the office pretty soon, in my opinion. I think that he'll be able to pull it off. I think that people saw Joe Biden and they don't like what they saw. And they're going to go the other direction. That's what I believe. That's what I hope, at least. I hope, I hope people aren't going to be dumb. Uh, as far as the rigging is concerned, I think that a lot of states have shown up their own processes because, again, the states control elections. It's not a federal thing. All right. So check this out. Here is your man Vivek endorsing Trump. And I figured he'd do this because, you know, the whole thing about Vivek and Trump having an issue I knew that wasn't really personal. It's just, okay, you're a competitor. I see you as a competitor. I'm going to try and compete. That's all. But after the competition is over, let's go ahead and work together. Let's be on the same page together. And that's exactly what Vivek did. Right after Iowa, he went to New Hampshire and campaigned with Trump. So shout out to Vivek. I like him. I like him as a surrogate kind of role. President, I'm not quite sure. Again, um, any guys below five foot, pardon me, any guys below six foot tall have a hard time. The last time we had a president below six foot was Jimmy Carter, 1970s. As I've said since the beginning, there are two America first candidates in this race. And earlier tonight, I called Donald Trump to tell him that I congratulated him on his victory. And 
now going forward, he will have my full endorsement for the presidency. And I think we're going to do the right thing for this country. As I've said. So there we have it. Shout out to my man Vivek endorsing uh, Donald Trump after. Man, he had, he had a respectable show. He came in fourth in Iowa. It was respectable. Um, first time being in politics. Didn't really vote before this. Came out of nowhere. And he did pretty well for where he came from. So I got a lot of respect for the guy. Hopefully he's able to do other things in politics and just help out the country. Help the country out. Is he a perfect person? No, but I think I like him. So shout out to him. And we also got an endorsement from Ted Cruz. Well, Sean, it's great to be with you. Listen, last night was decisive. It, it was it was a dominating victory for Donald Trump. I got to say, there's no place like the Iowa caucuses. I know it intimately. The men and women of Iowa, they take their responsibility incredibly seriously. They scrutinize the candidates. It's an amazing process. And I'm a big believer in letting democracy play out. Well, last night it played out. And I got to say, Trump's victory was across the board. He won 51 percent of the vote. He won 98 of the counties. Congratulations to President Trump on that dominating victory. And, and at this point, I, I believe this race is over. So, so I am proud to endorse Donald Trump for president of the United States. I look forward to supporting him enthusiastically because I think it's time for the Republican Party to unite, for us to come together. We've got to beat Joe Biden. We've got to beat this disastrous cultural Marxist agenda in the White House. We've got to retake the United States Senate. We've got to hold the House. We got to come together and win. And with the results last night, the people have spoken. It's time to move onward to victory in November. Well, there we have it. Shout out to your main, your main man. Remember the whole lion Ted. It's okay. We can just get past that and then we move forward. We can get past it, move forward, and then have have that be that. So. Yeah, shout out to Ted, shout out to Vivek, shout out to everybody who is endorsing Trump. It's time to go ahead and just move forward and have um, everybody get on the same page. Now, this woman, I have no idea who this is. Maybe you guys know who she is. Um, She was speaking at the Trump event in New Hampshire about Letitia James and Judge Ingeron. Let's check this out, all right? Let's get it on the screen in a minute. Give me a second, and let's rock and roll. The New York Attorney General Letitia James. Have you seen her face? I'm going to get President Trump. She's scary. She needs to go fly away on her broomstick. And where the hell did the ex-cab driver Judge Moron I mean, Engeron. Where did he get his credentials anyway? From a crackerjack box? So they should join Fulton County DA Fanny Willis and her boy toy Uh-oh. fake prosecutor go away on a, desert, on a deserted island somewhere and stop wasting taxpayer money on these sham trials. So shout out to her. I'm not sure who she is. If you guys know, y'all let me know. But yeah, shout out to her. Now, I got to talk about Fani. I'm going to do another video about Fani tomorrow, I believe. But I'm going to give you guys a quick preview, okay? Because there's more about Fani Willis. Now, we all know about Fani Willis. If you don't know, I'll give you a brief recap, a brief rundown. Fani Willis is a, a Fulton County District Attorney who is currently prosecuting Trump and many others in the election interference case. And... 
she allegedly had an improper relationship with one of the guys, the people, the lawyers she brought on board to be a special prosecutor in the case. His name is Nathan Wade. Now, Nathan Wade allegedly has been paid $650,000 by Miss Fonnie Willis since January 2022. He was appointed on the case back in November 21. The day after he was appointed, he filed for divorce from his wife. The case, the divorce case is still going on, which means, yes, he's still married. And fun fact, in Georgia, um, being married and committing adultery, infidelity is a crime. Yes, it is. You're not going to go to the penitentiary, Bit Rocks, Little Rocks, but it's a crime. And the reason why I say that is because now... Fonnie has been summoned to court in the divorce proceedings. You understand? So this could really complicate things. If you're involved in some criminal activity, potentially it's not going to be, you're not going to prison, but if you're going through a divorce and you commit adultery, that's really, really bad in Georgia. That's going to be a problem. There's still quite a few old school laws in the books in Georgia. Them boy down South Georgia, a little different. Now let's watch this. Um, matter of fact, let's not watch it. I'm going to just show you um, what's happening here. Okay, to give you a little bit of rundown. Now, remember, Fonnie went to church talking about some, oh, they picking on me because I'm black. And then uh, the prosecutor, he's black. And the only black person I brought on the case out of three people. Why not speak on the other, three other two people? Why just the one black man? Well, here's a question. How much did you pay the other two people you brought on the case alongside Nathan Wade? How much did you pay them? Now, we all know Nathan Wade got paid $650,000 from the DA's office, signed off by Fonnie Willis. Now, watch this. Now, the one of the other people she brought on got paid in the same period of time $72,000. Another person named Cross, 90000 So why did they get paid that amount of money, which is not too far apart, seventy two grand, ninety grand, And why does it jump to 650000 when it comes to your alleged boy toy, your alleged sugar baby, Nathan Wade? Huh? Y'all going on trips and vacations and whatnot. And I live not far from Atlanta. People see y'all in public in Capitol Grill, Raised on the River, Fogo. They see y'all. Oh, yeah. Look, listen. Atlanta, the metro area is very big. Atworth, Dunwoody, Alpharetta, Dahlonega, way up there, if that counts. Not really. Maybe Alpharetta is probably the extent of the Atlanta metro, which is kind of far. I would say Atworth. Um, Ashford Dunwoody down to Stockbridge. The metro area is big. Dallas, Georgia, all of Lithonia, way out east. But Atlanta, the city, only about 600,000 people in the city. It's very small. You will see people that you know, celebrities and everything in the city. And Fonnie Willis is a celebrity in the city. People recognize her. So they're going to see her and him in the city. Oh, yeah. 
So there is something going on here for sure. Oh, there is something going on. I'm going to do another video about it and talk about that a little bit more. That's a quick preview. Fonnie Willis, you done. You got your boy toy on the case. This is nepotism at, at best. And it's a crime at worst because what's happening is that there could be um, some uh, an employer kickback. If you bring on a vendor and that vendor gives you a kickback from monies, this is like what happened with Ilhan Omar. But Ilhan Omar was able to kind of finesse it because she got married to the guy. But this guy is married not to Fani. And again, if you can prove infidelity within marriage, that's a crime in Georgia. Misdemeanor crime, but it's still a crime nonetheless. So, funny, you got you got some problems. You got some splendid to do. And, 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 funny was allegedly with Donovan Big Nut Thomas, a gang member who was allegedly deleted by the same gang that she is now prosecuting. Is that appropriate? Should you be prosecuting that case, considering the alleged ties you have to the organization? They allegedly deleted your lover in 2015. You represented one of the guys from YSL as a defense attorney. You probably learned a lot of information about the gang. Now you're prosecuting them and they allegedly deleted your boyfriend. So what's up? What's going on, Fani? That the corruption is real. The corruption is dead real. So I think this whole case should be thrown away. Listen, a lot of these cases that are happening right now are being brought forward because people want to become famous. They want to become um, a, a governor. They want to become a senator, maybe even go to the White House. Fonnie Willis may see herself as Kamala Harris. She may see herself as uh, Kamala Harris. Now, can I find Nathan Wade's wife? A lot of you guys saying that she's hot. Okay, let's let's check it out here. Oh, she's pretty, but I mean, it's Atlanta. <laughs> I mean, listen. Hold on. Yeah, she's pretty. Hold on, let me put her on the screen. All right, that's her right there. That's the that's Nathan Wade's wife, not ex-wife. They still married. Let's be clear. Let's be let's let's use the right language. That's his wife. They are not divorced. The divorce has been going on since 2021, November. We're now in 2024. It's a contentious divorce, okay? Because you got the man Nathan Wade, probably. He the one that filed. He probably filing motions, okay? Judge Joe Brown, Judge Jerry Springer, Night Court, Cracker Jack lawyer. That's his wife. Now, of course, she looks better than Fani, but one thing about Atlanta you got to understand, there's pretty women everywhere. Everywhere, and they're single, especially black women, because there's so many of them. They, they come to Atlanta. It's like to, the ratio, to be totally honest, here is like 30 to 1, and I'm not even exaggerating. If you're living in the A, if you go to the A, you know what I'm talking about. It's, 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 it's correct. So she's pretty, but Nathan Wade might not be a good guy. Obviously, if you cheat on his wife, okay, that's Nathan Wade right there. And the money is too good from the sugar mama. Fonnie Willis is not really attractive. Kind of like egg shaped, but 650 racks. Dollars, a narrow. 
Okay, that's that's kind of hard to pass up. I'm not quite sure he's able to get that from his wife. He is a sugar baby. And Fani is sugar mama. That's what's happening here. He doesn't want to be the leader of the household, making 35 bands as a traffic court judge, uh, a ticket judge. He doesn't want to do that anymore. He wants to get the big money from the big house, dealing with big mama Fani, which is probably what she was doing with Donovan Big Nut Thomas as well. That happens a lot in Atlanta too, because what happened is, there's so many women in Atlanta and there's so few men and they can find one guy that they like, they can be hang around with, go to places with, they can do whatever bedroom action. They'll pay. They don't got no problem um, paying no money. That's very common. Absolutely. All right. But I digress. I'm not going to get too much into the Atlanta politics, but you guys know what I'm talking about. Y'all, y'all could pretty much put two and two together and we'll keep on rocking and rolling. So, yeah, I feel bad for the wife. I'm not quite sure about their um, their situation personally because, you know, she looks like a pretty pretty lady, but I don't know what's going on at home. I don't know what their dynamic is. I have no idea, but I feel bad for the whole situation because it's pretty embarrassing to have your husband out here doing all kind of extra stuff with this lady and might go to the penitentiary. But if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all of that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. All right. Oh, I got one more for you guys. ESPN giving out fake Emmys. Did you guys see my video or hear about that? So ESPN literally gave out um, <laughs> fake Emmys. What happened is for College Game Day, the show, they got Emmys. The, the show itself was given an Emmy. And... ESPN wanted the individual on-air talent to get their own Emmy. Gene Wojciechowski, guys like this, Linda Cohn, etc. So they sent off fake names of associate producers on the show because the way that the Emmys work, if you're on-air talent for a show that wins an award, you cannot win another award. That's considered double dipping, right? So ESPN sent off names of fake people to the academy the academy would send them emmys back for these fake people and before espn would give the awards to these on-air people Woj and all these people they would have it re-engraved so gene wojahowski they would send off a guy by the name of uh geronimo waters the same initials right and have it re-engraved now this might be now, I've never in my life, I've never in my life seen the Emmys show the engraving process. Now, I, I did not watch the Emmys. I have no desire to watch any award shows, none whatsoever. But I saw this on the Internet. I saw this clip and I'm like, wow, that's interesting. Why they show the engraving process? Let's watch. So maybe they're showing the engraving process <laughs> as proof of, okay, re th these are the names that are going to be on there. Because ESPN out here getting fake Emmys. And by the way, the people that were involved in this whole scheme got banned for like 10 years or something crazy. Similar to what the, um, the whole Will Smith curve off when he slapped Chris Rock. Did he get a lifetime ban for that? I'm not quite sure. But anyway. 
Hollywood people, um, the industry, very passive aggressive. This was a shot at ESPN. Like, we're going to show the engraving stations. We're going to show us engraving the names on the actual awards so you guys can't pull no funny stuff. That's what's happening. So, yeah, shout out to Geronimo Wilson. I mean, Gene Wojciechowski. And the thing about Gene Wojciechowski is that a guy like him, Linda Cohn, these are respected names in the industry. But now they appear to look like it just got an award for doing nothing. I don't like that because they actually won an award for the show for college game day, sports center or whatever. And they do good work. ESPN I don't like, but you got some good guys and girls over there. Uh, Stephen A, although controversial, I like Stephen A. Shannon Sharp, I like Shannon Sharp, obviously. They're on ESPN. Pat McAfee even. Uh, the whole Aaron Rodgers thing is a different story. That might be coming from the big boss. But this right here makes them look so silly. It's crazy. But yeah, shout out to the Emmys and ESPN. And we got Super Chats on deck. Then I'm going to get to the calls. The number to call is 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. Let's go ahead and uh, see Super Chats right quick. Let me just get to the screen. There we go. And shout out to Michael Crystal who says, Old Man Winter has revealed two lies. Climate change is a joke and EVs are a scam. Oh, I almost forgot about the EVs. I got to talk about the EVs right quick. I know I got a little bit of time. I'm, I'm way over my time. I'm supposed to be, but electric vehicles. Okay. Do you guys have electric vehicles in the chat? I won't do a poll. I'm just asking the question. Do you guys have EVs and do you live in the cold area? Now, how does your electric vehicle operate in the cold? Now, I was reading the comments on my video about EVs. People talking about some old ABL. You got to get a you got to get an at home charger. All this that and the third. Listen, these cars. Not everyone has the ability. Not everybody has the ability to have an at home charger. Listen, okay, I'm just now at almost forty years old, having a house with a garage. Just now. And when I had this house built in 2020, when they were building the house, they were asking me about wiring. Did I want any special wiring? I was like, yeah, let me get the hardwired internet through Ethernet. And then let me get the 240 volt in the garage because I planned on getting the EV. But I'm just now being able to do that. The majority of Americans live in an apartment. I would venture off to say. And these apartments are probably just Outside parking, no garages, you park right in front. And if there is a garage, there might be one or two chargers in the whole spot. If you're lucky and you got a good apartment, five chargers. So if you have a complex with like 500 residents and 10% of the residents have EVs and they all got to charge them every night and you only got five chargers, you got a problem. It's not enough. So people, people are having to go to superchargers, public chargers to charge their vehicle. And if it's cold, the battery's not going to want to charge. Batteries always have issues in cold weather. Hot weather, too. That's something else. I was watching the video about people in uh, Iran in a very hot desert. If it's really hot outside, your phone's going to overheat. Your car's going to overheat. If it's too cold, that'd be a problem as well. But definitely with batteries. Um, but with an internal combustion engine, the fire from the engine basically will keep 
your battery warm. But an electric vehicle, it's just battery and a big battery, and it's going to have problems in the extreme cold. It's going to not want to charge, and it's not going to want to perform properly. And then the chargers themselves are broken. So you got chargers that straight don't work because of the um, because of the, the cold, and the vehicles themselves are not going to work properly because of the cold. What kind of car is that? You got to have another car, a, a gas engine vehicle, an ICE engine vehicle to back up your EV. What's the point? So I got to have two cars, a house, a garage to have an electric vehicle. Really? That's crazy. I'm just now at, at I'm, I'm just now within the past year having two cars I've never in my life had two cars. I always had one car. Always. I'm just not having two cars. And the reason why is because I know that I want to have one car where I can fit into small spaces. Like I got the Mustang. So if I go to Nashville, Atlanta, I can go to some of the smaller garages and not really a problem. Some small streets I can go no problem. But the with the F-150, if you know, it's it snowed out here recently. It's been inclement weather. I can drive in that. Rain, sleet, hail, snow, I'm good money. But usually I just had one car. I got to have a garage. I got to have two cars. I got to have all of that for an EV. And then when I get outside and I'm driving in Chicago, Milwaukee, uh, Fargo, North Dakota, uh, uh, I'm driving in Minneapolis, I'm driving in Toronto, Canada, Edmonton, Alberta, I'm driving in these cold places. My car is not going to perform very well. And it takes a long time to charge. People in the chat, people in the comments lying, oh, uh, 15 minutes, ABL, 15, man, be for real. On a supercharger, you're going to take 40 minutes to an hour. If you get a 250 a kilowatt, good luck. A 350, good luck. You're probably going to get 150 at best. That's going to be 40 minutes to an hour charging. And nobody got time for that. I'm trying to pull up immediately and, char- and, and fill my gas tank and go up the road five minutes. I'm not going to sit there all day waiting. Now, let's watch uh, this video right here. Then I'll keep on rocking. I know I'm over time. Okay, Emily, thank you. That cold is also causing some big-time headaches for Chicago area owners of electric vehicles. Yes, I never thought we'd say this, yeah. but it's true. As Dane Placco reports, the low temperatures have caused some headaches for owners looking to charge their cars. Electric cars may be the way of the future, but it's clear there are some problems when it comes to charging them in Chicago's deep freeze. Oh, we got a bunch of dead robots out here. Dead robots. <laughs> dead robots is crazy, but that's a pretty accurate statement. And that's a hot eight. Your your racing jacket. Listen, if I was, and like it's hot right now. The, the jacket is nice, but if I was like seventeen years old, I would like my man. Can I please get that jacket? That was all the rage in high school. Racing jackets. Oh, that was a thing. But I digress. <laughs> Dead Teslas packed the parking lot at this Tesla supercharging station in Oak Brook, a scene mirrored at other supercharging stations around the Chicago area. Man, this is crazy. It's, it's, it's a disaster. Seriously. With temperatures falling into the negative double digits, these charging ports have stopped charging, leaving many Tesla owners stranded here in long lines since Sunday. Nothing, no juice. It's still on zero percent. And this is like three hours this morning being out here after being out here eight hours yesterday. Three hours. Who has time for that? I don't have time.
listen, I have nothing against electric vehicles. I like Tesla. I like Rivian. I like a lot of these cars, but they are not ready. They're not ready. The technology is not here. I mean, if you can't drive your car in the cold day, that's crazy, man. That's totally nuts. Charging? No, not at all. It just isn't working. At all. It's just frozen, and so I'm now getting towed to the um, Tesla service center because that's my only option at this point. Adding to their frustration, they say, is that they're getting no help when they call Tesla for assistance. No response from Tesla. We have been suffering since yesterday uh, afternoon. These are unusually cold temperatures, but do you find this acceptable? No, not at all. Not really. I, I think it's less on the actual vehicle and more on the infrastructure. Tesla has not responded to our emails for comment, but an automobile expert we talked to said that the owners of all EVs should hit the battery precondition button on their car before attempting to charge it in extremely cold weather. Is it going to make a difference when the charging stations don't work at all? Is that, is that make a like you, you can't precondition the vehicle when it's cold like that or when it's below a certain level of battery when, when you get below a certain level of battery you can't you can't precondition it because it that's basically warming the battery up how are you going to do that when it's cold like this you can't so yeah i mean i like some of the cars that they're nice i've i've been in a tesla before i've i've rode in a tesla before it was cool i enjoyed the experience but it, i feel like they're, they're impractical for daily use. I don't want a car that's simply not going to work because it's cold. That's just, that's just kind of silly. Or I got to go through all this rigmarole to charge it. It's going to take hours to charge. Anybody got no time for that. And I drive long distances. Like I drive to Nashville and Atlanta often. Nashville is two and a half hours one way, two and a half back. Atlanta, hour and a half one way, hour and a half back. I do that a lot. So I don't got time to be trying to stop and take an hour to charge and the charger's broken and it's in a sketchy area. And man, listen, I digress. If you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. I'm reading some of the comments right here about the EVs. Um, now again, who has an EV in cold weather? That's what I want to know. Who has an EV in cold weather and how does it work? Does it work well? Does it work poorly? That's my um, my question for you guys. All right. So Tesla stock most certainly did just go down. Absolutely. Shout out to you, uh, Ruth. The chargers, yeah, hours, hours, hours waiting in the charger. Even if it's regular, normal conditions, temperature-wise, it's still going to take you a while to go from zero to 100, essentially, you're there for 40 minutes to an hour. I don't have that kind of time. Oh, charge it at home, ABL. Who has a house with a garage and a 240 volt in it? Not everybody. That's not very common for people to have a garage. I just now, in my age, at 40-ish, I'm just now having a house with a garage. Just now. Before I rented a house, you parked out in front. There was no garage at all. Nowhere to charge a vehicle at all. Before that, Apartments. I grew up in apartments. So at what point did I have a house to charge a vehicle in until right now? All right. So and if you're living in the city, you're living in Chicago, you live in downtown. Do you have a house in downtown Chicago? Is that how that works? All right. It's kind of weird. 
Uh, let's keep on going here. Let's, let's go super, uh, super chats is where I was, where I um had, had left off. Um, Michael says I have a work EV Nissan Leaf. It's fine. But are you, do you live in cold weather? How do you charge it? Where do you store it? That's the question. If you store your electric vehicle outside in an apartment, which is probably normal, how can you crank it up in the morning? You got to you got to warm it up. You got to let it. For my vehicle, for my truck and, and, the, and the sedan, I warm up just to get in the car nice and toasty. Seats are warm. It's all good from the app. I just push the button. Boop. It warms up. 10 minutes. I go outside and I'm good. Must you do that with a must? I'm part of me with a uh, with a Tesla. Warm it up before you get into it and drive. Is that a precondition of driving it to warm it up? I don't have to. I can cold start it and drive off and I'm good. It gets warmed up just because I like the, the toasty feeling on the inside. But I don't have to do that. Must you do that for the Tesla to operate properly? Warming it up. Y'all let me know. Anyway, thank you to JL. For the super chat, I appreciate it. Thank you to Apple Bakker All Puff Daddy, who says again, ABL, great video on the undercover cop fed on on, on the undercover fed part of me, Ray Epps. Thank you to Apple again, who says, What's the reaction been to your Ray Epps video? I've not really looked at the comments, to be totally honest. Um, I don't see a negative reaction. I, I look at the like to dislike ratio. If I see a weird like to dislike ratio, I know something's wrong. Or I'm, it might need my attention, but I don't often read comments. Sometimes I'll read comments randomly, but I don't often because it's just, I, I, I couldn't do that all day because I would do nothing but that all day is read comments. It's too, it's too time consuming. Thank you to Apple who says, did not Peter run animal shelters that delete pets? Yes, they do. Thank you to Apple again who says, Jane Carroll and Christy Blase Ford are liars. Thoughts? <laughs> Thank you to Apple again who says, why do funny and Claudine Gay cry racism? That's all they got. When you have nothing else, just cry racism. Apple also says, ABL, did you have pets as a kid? You prefer cats or dogs? No pets as a kid. No pets. I will go to family members' houses. They would have dogs. I, I prefer dogs over cats. Cats are all right, but I got scratches. I got scratched by a cat one time as a kid, and it scarred me for life. You know, I'm, I'm probably about eight years old. I never forget it. I'm at a babysitter's house. I'm probably about eight, nine years old, and she had a cat, white lady. Nothing against a race. I'm just saying she had a cat, and I'm playing with the cat. You know what I'm saying? Just kind of like you know, messing around with it, and then the cat just bucked on me, scratched me right on my arm. I'm like, what, what was all about? Now with dogs, never had that. Never had a bad experience. Okay, I go somebody's house, play with the dog. You can run outside. Play catch, you know. What I'm saying? And I, I'm sitting, I'm sitting down on the couch. Dog running up on you, give you a big hug. Dogs, nothing but love. But the cats, I don't know, man. It's a little something different. They like little demons. But anyway, if you have cats, nothing, nothing against you. Shout out to the cats. <laughs> shout out to um uh Hogan. Nah, pardon me. Shout out to Apple who says Hogan, real life hero. And my favorite wrestler. I already answered the question about my favorite wrestlers, but uh Hogan. I put Stone Cold in there. Hogan, Stone Cold, Taker, Warrior, uh, Bret the Hitman Hart. Yeah, Hitman, Bret the Hitman Hart for sure. Not, not Bret Hart, pardon me. Not Bret Hart. I like Bret Hart, but Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels. Like, really, really good wrestler overall. Technicality, um, the look, um, 
everything. His his microphone game, everything was good. Apple also says, ABL, you think Michelle Obama's going to run? She is going to run if they need her. She's the emergency um, fire extinguisher. If Biden falls and he can't get up, they'll activate her. She's basically the president reserve, essentially. Uh, thank you to Santo Bartes, who says the same type of person like Fat Doctor is also building airplanes for Boeing, flying them for United and Delta, also in our military leadership. We have a competency crisis and it's going to cost lives. Correct. Absolutely. Unfortunately, thank you to Jazz Bass, who says UFC Sean Strickland at press conference today in Toronto goes off on LGBTQ, LMNOP and Trudeau. Please show all over the Twitters today. Fighters don't hold back. Now, let's see if I can find that right quick. I'll give me a second. I know I'm running running late, but hey, it is what it is. Give me a pass on black. Let me see if I can find it. Sean Strickland. And I saw a little bit of this earlier. Um, Here we go. I cannot play the entire thing. It's kind of long, but I'll play a little bit of it right here. I'm glad to hear it. it's been great. Are you Canadian? Uh, of course I am. Are you part of the fucking opposition? Are you? Uh, I don't know how to phrase that. You, I mean, you got like fucking. Uh, yeah. Well, I did want to ask. Did you, you vote for Trudeau? Uh, you know, I'm not gonna say. And, and let me tell you something right now. If a man says he's not gonna say, like if you ask a motherfucker, did you vote for Biden? He's like, well, I'm not gonna say. That's none of your business. He voted for fucking Biden. Sean, so, I'm, hey, Sean, I'm glad you had great experiences. So this is Our, this is what I'm talking about, you guys. The enemy, the enemy of Canada. Sure, sure. All right. I'm sorry for the sound quality. That's kind of rough. But yeah, shout out to Sean Strickland. <laughs> I'm gonna see if I can find something that's a little bit less uh, bad sound wise. Go fuck yourself. Move the fuck on, man. No, that doesn't really coward. answer the question, but I did want to ask also things you said about the trans community. You said uh, this past October when they announced the Bud Light sponsorship that you'd go so hard on Bud Light in your next fight, they'll have to accept me or denounce me when uh, when they know what and we'll know what they stand for. Are you this guy's like, hey, this Canadian's not that Canadian. Are you still gonna use your fight time to kind of speak on that? Here's the thing about Bud Light. Here's the thing about Bud Light. Ten years ago, to be trans was a, what, a mental fucking illness. And now all of a sudden, people like you have fucking weaseled your way in the world. You are, you are an infection. You are the definition of weakness. Everything that is wrong with the world is because of fucking you. And the best thing is, is the world's not buying it. The world's not buying your fucking bullshit you're fucking peddling. The world is not saying, you know what? You're right. Fucking chicks have dicks. The world's not saying that. World's saying- I'm sorry for the cussing. I'm sorry. But you got to blame. You got you to gotta blame jazz bass. <laughs> you got to blame jazz bass. Shout out to jazz bass for the super chat. I appreciate him. I know there are two genders. I don't want my kids being taught about, you know, who they could fuck in school. I don't want my kids being taught about... You know, their sexual preference. Like, dude, this guy is the fucking enemy. Uh, you want to look at the fucking enemy to our world? It's that motherfucker right there. So there you have it. Again, that is Sean Strickland, UFC fighter, uh, calling it how, how he sees it. So shout out to him. Again, sorry for the cussing, but that was just real talk from my man right there. All right. Shout out to the Seahawks, who said systematic division, just saying who's falling for it. Nah. Thank you to Rita's lover who says much love to ABL from the Butler family. Shout out to you guys at the Butler family. I appreciate y'all. Thank you, Michael Crystal, who says Newsmax report. Chinese scientists affiliated with our military developed a new virus called GX underscore P2V with the 100% mortality rate in mice. You concern? 
Hey, man, you know what? I know that kind of thing always is going on around me. I don't really sweat it too much because if I did, I'd never leave my house. Thank you to Amuk who says, female version of Willy Wonka in real life, 100%. Chicken about E. Jean Carroll. Thank you to Lothair who says, do you remember mankind getting thrown off Hell in a Cell by Taker? i never forget it. I-, I watched that fight. It was crazy. I thought my man was dead. Like, that was one time I was really concerned. And I was older when that happened. But when, um, hold on, I got to show that before we get to the calls. When Taker had Ultimate Warrior in the casket, I thought he was dead. I was like, man, I started crying. I'm, I'm a little boy. I'm like five years old, maybe. I'm crying. Oh, man, didn't it kill Undertaker? Uh, hold on. Um, now, when was this? Not nice ninety one. Yeah, so I, 1991, I'm uh, six years old. I'm not quite seven. I'm six years old. Yep. Well, we're back. And, um, well, not too happy about it. But nonetheless, you will recall Ben Franklin years ago said it. Now, let me see if I can find where they put him in the casket. Yeah. I watched this live when it was happening. R.I.P. Paul Bearer. R.I.P. Um, Ultimate Warrior. Nothing will ever top this level of entertainment. Nothing will ever top this. Nothing. No no Netflix garbage, LGB, LB, not nothing. Ever. The water almost knocked out. I, I think they're going to try to put him. He's going to try to put him in the casket. No. no. They're burying him. They're saying he's finished. Get out of there. No. Get out of there. Warriors fighting. He's not going to let him. He's not going to let him. Now, I know they're going to try to give me a copyright on this one, but I got to play it. Undertaker's hammering down in there. They're trying to get him in there. Put him in there, Undertaker. I remember WrestleMania 7. Oh, here, I'm, oh, <laughs> like, I'm being overloaded with nostalgia right now. Hear my man, Randy Savage, in the background. That voice, unmistakable. Put him in there. Keep a foot on. Keep a foot on, Warrior. You can do it. He was in the casket. And it was crazy because at the end, it made it so real. They came with they came with hand drills, drilling holes in there to get oxygen. I'm like, man, he probably was like underneath there in the in the bottom, chilling, you know, reading newspaper or something like that, banging some cocaine. But I thought that this was 100 real. Oh my goodness, this was. Listen, that will never ever be topped, ever. But anyway, I'm back to reality now after that nostalgia trip. That was crazy. That was crazy. Uh, anyway. Uh, shout out to Lothair again who says, what's, what's your favorite wrestling foreign object weapon? I got to give it up to the candlestick. You can't forget it about the tables. The tables always, the, the chair, the chair, the tables, you know, the typical stuff, of course. Shout out to Bit Rocks, Little Rocks who says, shout me out, ABL. Thoughts on China developing the mutant C-19 strain that has a 100% fatal rate, for uh, mortality rate. Also, these commies won't be happy until World War Three happens. I mean, what are you going to do, man? It's crazy. But, yeah, I'm not I'm not really a big fan. And shout out to Monique Price with a thumbs up emoji. I appreciate you for that. Okay, I'm way late. I'm, I'm way, way late. Let's keep on rocking and rolling here. Let's get to the calls. The number to call is 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. And there's also an email for Skype in the description. If it doesn't work right, don't blame me. Blame the white man. All righty. 
But yeah, Taker, Warrior, that fight, crazy. Totally crazy. 951, you know, line who am I speaking to? Uh, speaking to Paul. All righty, what's happening? Actually, actually, speaking to Donald Trump, I wanted to talk to you about the the car crash with with uh, Hulk Hogan. He's been in in the wrestling hall of fame as it as has I. <laughs> um, so he comes up to the car and he opens his. It's when it comes crashing down and it bursts inside. And then he jumps out of his car and says, I'm here to save you with my 26-inch pythons. <laughs> oh, Okie dokie. Hey, man, I, I did not know that Trump was in the Hall of Fame or wrestling. I had no idea. Okay. Um, have you heard the, the, the story about Arnold Schwarzenegger? Um, what story was this? Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, uh, he got... He got hemmed up in Germany with uh, uh, over a watch, and man, we, hey, Christine sent you a thing on Facebook, uh, a, a meme that I made, um, and you know, your watch, your passport, and your pin number. They straight brought him into like like they were trying to extort the guy. In Germany. So he, he posted a meme about the passport and PIN number? Like, I, I'm, I'm kind of confused. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm having a hard time hearing you too, man. Okay, yeah, I don't know what's going on. It might, might probably, it's probably a bad connection. So thank you for the call, man. I appreciate you. Yeah, Bill. Have a good night. Same to you, man. All right, shout out to my man. Hopefully it's not my, my connection. Hopefully we have a good connection. Shout out to you guys. Let's keep on rocking and rolling here. Let's go. 470, you don't mind who I'm speaking to. Hey, peace, Chief. It's O, giving you a call. Um, great show as always. A couple things I wanted to talk about. Um, I think I'll, I'll, I'll lead with the EV situation. As of recent, I've been having some um, issues with my car, my, 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 my personal car, which is a ICE truck. And I decided to rent a car because I live in Atlanta um, and public transportation is not the greatest out here. So uh, first, first roll of the dice, I tried an EV and it was all right. Um, up until when it came time to charge, uh, I don't think a lot of people realize that there's like different classes of charges when it comes to EVs. Um, and, and what they go by is something called the killer uh, sorry, the kilo, kilo watt hour yes. um, charge, which is much power it could take um, per hour to, you know, to, to contribute to the battery. And the vast majority of cars on the market, especially those that are lower priced, so like your entry uh, EVs, like your Chevy Bolts or whatnot, um, do not charge at the, the, the 150 rates, not the 350 rates. They'll charge between like, 50 and 72, right? Yeah. Um, that is hours of charge. You're lucky if you get 50 minutes from 10 to 80%. Uh, percent. I was on average spending about an hour and a half uh, to charge uh, every time I used the charger. And exactly what they're saying on the media as far as the temperatures uh, a 
affecting the charge is true. When it was cold, not only would it take longer to charge because now this particular charger is uh, uh, giving energy at a lower rate, but your battery itself takes longer to accept it. And then on top of that, when you're driving, you, you won't get all that power. So let's say on a full charge, you might be able to do 240 uh, miles on it on normal conditions. Well, when it's cold, it's probably going to be closer to, to like 210 or 200. Um, and I think that that's uh, impractical for a lot of lifestyles. I'm not saying that it's uh, that there's no place in the market space for a EV. There are people who uh, don't drive far um, or who have chargers at home who can wait the seven or eight hours that it would take to charge it traditionally. But by and large, people that are in apartment-style living or that have a hectic schedule that need to drive uh, long distances, let's say people who might live in a Chattanooga but work in uh, Atlanta, um, by the way, Delonica is definitely not a part of the metro area, but I appreciate you. <laughs> I appreciate you giving it a shot. Um, the EV just won't work yet. I don't think the technology is there for it, and I'm speaking from from experience. So I appreciate you highlighting that. No problem. On man. the second notion, sorry, I said, I said no problem. But go ahead. Absolutely. On the second notion, what I wanted to mention was uh, Vivek Ramaswamy. Um, I absolutely enjoyed him. Um, I wanted to get your response on whether or not you think that he would make a great candidate for a vice president, as I believe Trump uh, referenced that he's going to be uh, a, a contributing member to the team or something like that. I believe he could be a good vice president, for sure, because I, I like him. Um, I'm not sure about going to the big time just yet. And like I was saying about the whole five foot, uh, six foot thing. I mean, it's a real thing. Uh, maybe it shouldn't be like that, but it is. So I think for him, a VP role would be good. It's crazy. We both speak from the six feet club, but the majority of people are in their fives. Yeah, the majority of people are, but the majority of presidents are not. The last president this below very true. Yeah, the last president below six foot was Jimmy Carter, nineteen seventy seven. Yep, seventy seven eighty one, correct. Mm. Yep. Correct. It, well, we don't know uh what happens in the future. It would be beautiful. I surely hope that he does not um uh consider uh Nikki Haley um at all. I think she's a waste of time. Um personally. She's just nothing but another Hillary Clinton. Um, as far as uh, the politics are considered. But anyhow, always a pleasure speaking with you, my friend. You take it easy, and great show. Thank you for the call, man. Appreciate you. All right, great call. So, yeah, shout-out to everybody calling. You guys are fantastic. If you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. Let's keep on rocking here. Let's go 504. You don't lie. Who am I speaking to? Hey, ABL, it's Alien Spaceship. All right, man, what's going on? All right, so uh, great show, uh, great callers. Um, I, I like what's uh, going on uh, in the stream. And also, I will say that it's very good points about the Tesla car. You know, because I was telling you recently about how they had the, the robot incident over there in the factory. And yeah, it does seem like it 
I don't have one myself, so I wouldn't know. But from studying about it, it does seem like it it would be insufficient in these kind of conditions. Yeah, because, I mean, the, the cold weather, like batteries and cold weather are a traditional enemy. And then the other part would be the charging stations, which always have problems. They, those problems are going to be magnified in the weather. So overall, it's just a bad combination. Right. And also, I agree with what you're saying with certain trips. It's like you have to go and charge it like you charge a phone or some device, and then you have to go uh, charge it back and forth. And if people like those cars for certain things, that's their business. I've known about them from their early 2000s, and they usually would have like a big backside of the car where the I think the battery was or something. And yeah, I think that the gas ones work the best. And if they can improve it or fix it over time, that would be nice. But I think that especially a green agenda, they're trying to push too quickly. If it needs to be pushed at all, it just, it, it seems like there's a lot of holes in a narrative about it. Yeah, definitely. And it's, you know, the, the main thing is that they're trying to push this stuff way too quickly. They're, they're forcing it. It's not a natural mm -hmm. thing that's happening. And that's going to cause a lot of problems when you try to force a thing that's not quite prepared to launch. Exactly. And speaking of forcing things, I like how Putin was pointing out about the U.S. elections, how they were rigged, because like, you know, the communist countries, uh, Russia used to be communist. They would know about all that because they experienced it for 80 years in the Soviet Union. And then in our country, it seems like it's going in like a third world direction. And then they're denied because, you know, in my opinion, I think it's, you know, completely like not what they said it was. And it's hard for me to believe that Joe Brandon got more votes than Obama. Yeah. It's, it's hard to believe. And I hope this time it didn't, it's the same thing is not going on. Mm -hmm. Right. And yeah, cause I've noticed, yeah, Trump has been going through a lot of courts, a lot of trials and stuff for all kinds of little things. And I do think they're trying to delay him having, you know, for his campaign and stuff, but, you know, I think he would. He's already. He's going to get it, and then he's going to go and win in 2024, I believe. And they're doing everything they can to try to delay it, but you know, everything they do won't work. Yeah, they're gonna have a hard. They're gonna have a hard time doing this. It's, it's all just to keep Trump away from the campaign trail, and he's been kind of away as much as they can keep him away, keeping him in court and things of this nature. But ultimately, he still had a record-setting margin of victory. In at the Iowa caucus. So all of what they did didn't make a difference. Exactly. And yeah, as I said, hopefully they don't like rig it this time. In my opinion, I believe that's what they did. I hope that doesn't happen this time. I think more people would be on his side. And I do. Yeah. think that the, the debates are ridiculous. I do think Vivek has a lot of you know good points and stuff. And I've seen videos of him talk. And but yeah, I just think the debates for like a, a clown show. Uh, yeah, I mean, the debates should be that like the debates of 2016 were great because we were able to see yeah. Trump. We didn't know who he was before. It's, it's a great way to show who you are to the world. But there's been so much political stuff going on behind Trump, meaning people in the establishment, mainstream media, they don't really want him to succeed. So there's so much political stuff going on there. It just kind of clouded the whole thing from what it was supposed to be. So 
it, it's just been kind of a dumpster fire because of all the political stuff behind it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I totally agree. And also, I, I, we have my family has cats, and I do agree that cats they're very nice, but they can be very mean sometimes. And they like to take, they like to be in control of everything. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I most certainly have witnessed that with my own two eyes. Yes. Now, the, the other day, unfortunately, one of was deleted because of cancer. Unfortunately, of that that cat was very nice, but mm. besides that, all the other uh, cats that we have are doing good. Well, sorry to hear that, but I'm glad that you got other good cats. Yeah, okay. Okay, ABL, that's all I have to say for my call. Thank you for taking my call. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Okay, bye. All right, shout out to my main man, Alien Spaceship, for the call. And shout out to you guys as well. The number to call, 434-658-1220. Let's keep on rocking and rolling. Who am I speaking to? 757, you're on the line? Peace, ABL. It's Michael Critchlow of Newport News VA. All right, man, what's going on? Hey, nothing much, man. Just checking in with you. Uh, killing it, as always. Happy New Year. Uh, I wanted to call in just to talk about the guy who took the girl on the date. And uh, <laughs> he actually split the bill. Yeah. I kind of got, sim- I got, I got, I got a little sympathy for him. Let me tell you a quick story. Okay. Last, last year, you know, I went on the first date with the young lady. You know how we do out, out here in Hampton Roads. We go to Plaza Azteca a lot. Yeah. So we go to Plaza Azteca. <laughs> we go to Plaza Azteca. You know, we sit down, we have a good time. You know, we I ordered my food, she orders her food. At the end of the date, I'm offering to pay. The waiter brings the bill, I take the bill. The whole energy of the debate, uh, not debate, what am I talking about? The date changes. I could not believe that she started to cry. Why was she crying? Because I wanted to pay for the whole date. And I'm like, what, what's, what's going on here? So we talk a little bit more about the date. And she basically the bottom line was that in her past, she, men had paid for her, her food. And she felt that by me paying for her, her dinner, that like I was expecting something more. From her. <laughs> wow. So basically you got somebody that got some kind of psychological problems. It's like, look, you need to holler at a therapist. I can't do nothing for you yeah. right now. Listen, that's exactly what I was thinking. And, and like, I was like, I'm so glad I dodged a bully. I was a little bit upset because she was high. She actually kind of looked like that, the guy's wife, uh, the guy who she know, Fanny Lewis. Yeah, it's Fanny uh, Willis. Yeah, no, Nathan Wade's wife. wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She kind of looked like her. She was high. You know, I was like, yeah, you know. But when she started breaking down crying because I wanted to offer to, to pay for the dinner, I was kind of like, man, I, I, this is this this girl is she don't got her head on straight, so I just need to cut this one loose so i kind of i kind of i kind of got you know my man's back he asked her straight up hey do you want to pay for your own or you know we should split because you know that's that's just the way you know it is nowadays you might get a girl who might start crying on (laughs) she 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 think that you're expecting something right yeah paying for a dinner you know what i'm saying so um and uh, lastly i saw on your twitter man you said something i can't remember what you said on twitter but you mentioned something about you know, maybe you just need to stay single. And all I got to say about that is that, hey, man, I'm single too. Just be careful out there, man. There's a lot of crazies out here and a lot of diseases too. So, Absolutely, man. Right on. And then good talking to you. God bless. Happy New Year. Take care. Thank you for the call, man. I appreciate you. Peace out. Yeah, shout out to my man for the call. Great call. 
And what I was saying on Twitter, I was like, hey, man, if you squabbling over appetizers, I say go ahead and go monk mode. Shout out to CGA, Coach Greg Adams for that phrase. But just don't even worry about women. Just focus on yourself. Just focus on getting money. If, if you're squabbling over appetizers, things of this nature, you don't have the money. You got to be fiscally responsible for yourself. You owe it to yourself. You, you're, you're your own fiduciary. But I digress. Let's keep on rocking. Uh, let's go. 859, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Yo, yo, ABL, how's it going, bud? Everything's all right, man. How about yourself? You didn't show the video of uh, mankind getting thrown off the hell in a cell yet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm enjoying this show, watching it, man. And, uh, yeah, the, the whole thing was, like, Ron, De, uh, Ron DeSantis, him uh, throwing a hissy face because he didn't make the nominees. Well, I mean, Trump didn't really show up to the debates, and I can see why he can probably be a little agitated because, you know, you lost to a guy who didn't show up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. And but, but he's the he's 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 selling just as bad as like the 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 CNN like uh you know dims and it's like oh he stole the election he didn't even show up <laughs> and he still mm-hmm. kicked your butt yeah he's like a sore loser now about it and plus at the same time this guy was like seeing out fake news about Trump and taking stuff out of his out of his out of his mouth out of context nah, that's kind of silly you know there's some there's some legit reasonable arguments against Donald Trump that I, 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 there's some stuff about Trump I dislike, but you don't have to lie about him just in order to make a good argument against him. And then he's, he's scratching his head. He wonders why he didn't get the nominee. It's like, well, I mean, you, you exaggerate some of the stuff that you basically call him a social justice warrior because he's friends with like Caitlyn Jenner. I mean, nobody wants to hear that. Right. Exactly. Yeah, you need to, you know, you need to accept, uh, some of these people need to accept, accept defeat sometimes, even Trump. I think 2018, uh, not 2018, uh, the 2020, the election, because Joe Biden, I think he legitimately lost besides that questionable, uh, you know, suitcase gate, but that was one state at least. But, you know, hey, man, I'm enjoying the show, man. I'll talk to you later, bro. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Hey, man. Much love, dude. Bro, see you. All right, now. All right, shout out to the caller. And shout out to you guys as well. The number to call, 434-658-1220. Let's keep rocking. 215 on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, AB, how's it going? It's all good, man. What's happening? All right. So basically, um, sorry. I'm getting to right to the point. So what do you think about – I'm pretty sure I have a good feeling of what you think, but – I'm just gonna ask you anyway. What do you? How do you feel about this uh, Trump allegedly raping this woman from 2001? And what was it? A bathroom or something? Because my coworkers was telling me about that. They said no, Donald Trump. He raped that woman. Like she's been saying this for the past 20 years that Donald Trump raped her, and nobody ever listened to her until now. And I was basically saying to my coworkers, I was like, this story is just now popping up since last year. And they they helped they found him liable. He wasn't found guilty of it. You're talking about uh, E. Jean Carroll. Yeah, I was just showing her earlier. That was a lady in the woods with the polka dot uh, Prius and the Ronald McDonald red hair. That was her. Did you see that? Oh no, I didn't see it. Okay, yeah, but E. Jean Carroll had some problems, and she also was on CNN, I believe, with uh, Anderson Cooper talking about getting the idea of getting graped is sexy. And then she was kind of like being inappropriate with Anderson Cooper, like almost taking the pass at him. And Anderson Cooper 
is Queer's $3 bill. So she's bucking up the wrong street with that one. But that tells you how crazy she is. She's a nut. And then to the whole thing about people said that he did grape her. Well, being found liable of a thing does not mean you did it. It just means that you got found civilly liable. If you did something, it needs to be a criminal allegation. Okay, if you did this criminal act, go to court and then get proven guilty in there. But that didn't happen. So he was not proven to have done that. But I was saying uh, that I was saying that earlier. People that don't know any better will hear criminally liable and think that he did it because normies don't use their brain like that. But go ahead. Yeah, that's pretty why pretty much I was telling my coworkers. I was like, Yeah, he had some I said he was on it was he said my and my coworkers, it was like it was a civil. I said, Yeah, it wasn't a criminal, it was civil. So basically it was nothing really major besides him trying to make him pay out five million dollars out to her and he's 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 basically trying to fight it. Yeah, I mean, and, like that whole thing is all kind of court cases. If you if you settle a lawsuit or you might even lose a lawsuit, that doesn't mean you actually did it. If you go to criminal court and then they find you guilty and there's evidence of a crime, then that's something different. But that's not what happened. Yeah, pretty much. That's basically what it sounded like. It's just something bogus. And another thing I wanted to touch on was those Tesla vehicles uh, freezing up in Chicago. Well, pretty much the batteries. Uh, they can't handle the cold, the extreme cold, so they're not working. So, and I, and I heard you talking about the first thing with Trump, but now it's like, this is why I don't want to do an electric vehicle. This is why I like gas vehicles, because we've had a gas vehicle for years, me and my family, parents, and our gas vehicles, when it was extremely cold, all my mom would do, go, go outside, just start the car, never had no issues. Yeah. As long as there's gas in the tank, that's all that matters. The yes. electric vehicle. So you're telling me that, well, yeah, I know. I understand batteries don't work well in the cold, extreme cold. And see, that's another thing a lot of people don't take into consideration. I don't mean to jump all over the place, but a lot of people don't take into consideration is like this electric stuff going all this entire EV route. Okay, what about the weather? Is it going to maintain the extreme heat, extreme cold? Exactly. I mean, these things, these are questions that need answers. You know, people don't really account for all that. It's like if, if it's just cold outside and that's going to stop my car from being able to drive, that doesn't make any sense. Same thing if it's hot. I need my vehicle to work in weather conditions because I'm going to drive it outside where there's weather. So, I mean, yeah, it's, that's, that's definitely an issue that we, we got to be able to solve. And if we can't solve it, then I don't know how they're going to go forward with the whole electric vehicle revolution. And then getting rid of gas, ga trying to get rid of all gas vehicles about 2030, but yet you can't even, you're, you can't even get the vehicles to work out in the, the battery to work out in the cold. Right. Exactly extreme weather conditions so i was like yeah that sounds like a no-go to me exactly and one more thing before you uh before you move on to the next caller is you know what honestly avl that's all i got for tonight thanks for taking my call thank you for the call man definitely appreciate you all right have a good night thanks to you all right shout out to my man for the call most certainly appreciate it let's keep on rocking and rolling here let's go to four eight zero you know who am i speaking to Hey, man, it's Brody. All right, man, what's going on? Bro, man, ABL, I had no idea you were such a big wrestling fan. When you were talking about wrestling right now, back in the 80s, my guy, 
the eighties wrestling, would you mention uh Queen Elizabeth uh yeah, Queen Elizabeth with Macho Man? I had flashbacks. Yeah. Literally like it seemed like it happened yesterday. Right? Yes. Yeah. And when you were talking about Don Michaels and the Heartbreak Kids, uh the British Bulldog. Yeah. Uh the way the way uh WCW came up and the 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 empire that is now what is it now the, the WWE or something like that WWE yeah like yeah so so I had no idea you probably have mentioned it before in your channel yeah but probably like I on a live stream probably no yeah idea. yeah I had no idea you were such a big wrestling fan and when you were going like I said when you were going back just mentioning those names it was literally like it was yesterday like. Back in 80, I would say like 88, 89, my parents had this dog. It was a Doberman. And I'm pretty sure you remember Sergeant Slaughter, right? Of course. And uh, <laughs> we named the dog Sergeant. <laughs> <laughs> and and we, we taught the dog to bark at people by telling the dog, hey, Slaughter. Slaughter, and she would literally <laughs> bark at our neighbors and anybody that would be walking down the street right next to our house. Wow. <laughs> I started to comment on that. You brought a lot of good memories back when I was a little kid, man. I was probably, man, in uh, 80, and I was probably 88. I was probably seven, eight years old. Yeah, right around my same so yeah. yeah, man. We, me and you are pretty close in age. Mm -hmm. And when you're bringing that up, I mean, I've always followed wrestling, and when you brought that up earlier in your stream, it's just flooded good memories, man. I, I mean, you're right. Like, before social media, before Facebook, before anything else, before even cell phones, that was kind of like what teenagers used to watch. Yeah, that, like that, that was, was it. Our, that, that, was, that, was, that was it. No TikTok, social media. Yeah, that, was, yeah. that was our thing. Yeah. Uh, like uh, I remember getting up early on Saturday mornings and watching uh, WCW just to watch Ultimate Warrior. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or or uh, you know the the Sergeant Slaughter on uh, WCW, I think it was. And then now it's just, I mean, I, I, you're right. People won't understand that, like uh, that moment in time where Never. it was like cartoons wrestling. I'll be honest with you. Wrestling was my favorite thing when, when I was growing up. That's all I ever wanted to watch on Monday nights. I mean, before Monday Night Raw was a thing, uh, it used to be uh, Saturday morning. Saturday mornings were like, what, two, three hours or something like that? Yeah, right around that, yep. Yeah, man. But, uh, hey, that's all I wanted to comment on. I never, I, I, you, like I said, like you probably mentioned it before on your stream. I had no idea that you were such a big wrestling fan, man. Thanks for bringing back all those memories, though, man. I appreciate it. it it's a uh, man. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I'm literally sitting here in my car. I was listening to you on my way back home tonight. Yeah. And um, you just brought smiles in my face just mentioning that. And uh, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Thank you for the call, man. I appreciate you. Yeah. So shout out to my man for the call. Yeah, man. Like those times, man, I just had to like 
reach back and hit your, your inner child a little bit, your, your memories, your nostalgia. Yeah, that was definitely a time. 470, you don't lie. Who am I speaking to? They had to take the top of my head off a couple times. <laughs> See if I had a brain. But I... Hey, ABL. Hey, it's uh, Greg from Wild and Wacky Atlanta, where anything can happen anytime. How you doing, sir? I'm doing well, man. How about yourself? Great. Well, you know, it's uh, <laughs> it's been a great day. Trump won the uh, the Iowa caucus yesterday. So, yeah, I'm celebrating. It's Orange Man Glad. <laughs> right on. <laughs> he beat, yeah, he beat uh, Nikki Patel and Ron DeSantis <laughs> by a landslide. This is great. I remember just about a year ago or less, you were saying that uh, you didn't have much confidence in Trump. You didn't think he could win with all the court cases and everything. All this legal trouble. Yeah, ahead of I, I was saying that at the time, DeSantis might be a better candidate because he'd be easier person to elect because all this stuff going in against yeah. Trump is like you got so many roadblocks in the way. And at the time, DeSantis was red hot. I mean, fire short, red hot. But then when the campaign came along, all that momentum went away. It just all is all gone. So it was like, obviously, whatever he had leading into the race is not there. And Trump's the guy. He, nobody's even close but, to Trump. But DeSantis is a traitor. I used to like him a lot, too. And I do think he's done a lot of good things for Florida, but he is a traitor. He turned his back on Trump. Trump helped him get elected. And he also said, what was it, just two years ago or less, oh, I won't run against Trump. And then he turned around and ran against Trump. Same with Nikki Patel. You know, she said April 2021, not all that long ago, that she wouldn't run against Trump. She did. She's a liar. She intended to run, run against Trump probably farther back than that. What anyway, think- another thing I want to talk to you about was uh, PETA. You, you were mentioning something about PETA saying that uh, all animals deserve to live, but they only showed like cute cats and dogs or whatever. I'm sorry. I missed part of it. I was uh, driving home from the restaurant and I had you playing on my car on the, uh, on my cell phone. So I yeah. couldn't pick up all of it. Yeah. There was a, um, it was like a, a billboard they put out with animals on it. And, <clears throat> They had, you know, cats, dogs, all that kind of stuff, like regular household pets. And then and it's yeah. like, like a line. And then down the line, they had um, other animals that you normally would eat, like uh, uh, I had cow and chicken, things of this nature. And I think in between yeah. the regular household pets and the regular uh, cows and chickens, you had a horse and a rabbit. And then it was like, well, what's a pet and what's food? That kind of thing. But yeah. in the in the... Billboard was missing some of the vermin, the rodents that routinely get killed right. for vegans to have their crops protected. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, don't, I think it's about 10, maybe 12 years ago, maybe less, that PETA got in big time trouble with the Jewish organization. I don't recall what it was, which one it was, but uh, they had this advertisement and they showed on this billboard Holocaust victims. I think it was from Buchenwald. I'm not sure which camp it was, but this said Holocaust on your plate comparing the slaughter of animals for humans to eat to the Nazi Holocaust. Oh, that's crazy. And the Jews were super pissed about that. Of course, yeah, because it was super offensive. You know? So, you know, the thing is about Adolf Hitler was that he was a vegetarian. And he was also a socialist. Mm. So odds are, if Adolf Hitler were alive today, he'd probably be a member of PETA. I mean, logically looking at it through history. Yeah. Of course. No, I'm, I'm not trying to be a smart ass. I'm being serious. Yeah, I agree. You know, and that, that pisses people off when I say Adolf Hitler was a vegetarian. I, I really don't trust vegetarians. I mean, since Hitler's a vegetarian, I mean, look what he did to the world. Right, I mean, well, think about it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, 
And he was a socialist. Yeah, he was into big government, big time government. Oh, yeah. And he detested capitalism. So there's no way he could have been on the right. There's just absolutely no way. You know, he was not a free market capitalist by any means. Right. So anyway, the other thing I want to talk about was uh, the fat doctor. Yeah, the fat doctor. Yeah. So, yeah, the lady said losing weight was not good and it was a, the, the health benefits were only temporary. No, they're not. They're long term. And the health, the, the also, conversely, being fat, 50, 60, 70, 80, 100 pounds overweight is long term too, but it'll also shorten your life by about 20, 30 years or more. That's like right. you were showing just last week, those fat um, protagonists, you know, were saying that, oh, it, oh it's, you know, it's, uh, you can be healthy at any weight. And they died under 45. That's correct. You know, I work with a guy who's only 48, 47, 48 years old. He's 450 pounds. That's crazy. You know? That's crazy. And it's amazing he has a heart attack by now. Right. So anyway, that's all I want to say for tonight. Uh, and also, I'm still ultra mega. Trump 2024, America first. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right, man. Thanks a lot. You take care. Same to you. Good night. Bye. Great call. Shout to my man for the call. Most certainly appreciate him. Let's keep on rocking and rolling here. Let's go 647 on the line. Who am I speaking to? Whoa, ABL Live. Hi. Hello. How's, how, what's what's Hello? going on? Yes, I'm, I'm right up okay, right here with you. you. Good timing. I love I love your show. I've listened to you since 2019 before the scandemic. Ah. <clears throat> yeah, I wish I could see you while talking at the same time. Unfortunately, I can't. Let's uh, divide some music. With respect to your previous caller, I don't know how much of a delay you have. He had mentioned, maybe a misstep, that Hitler was a socialist, inferring that, well, that he was a socialist. Um, I was researching Hitler for um, since 2008, and uh, to the best of my recollection, one thing that stands out is I used to hear he was a communist, but based upon my research, he was a nationalist, and a nationalist is someone that cares about their country, the way any decent person would start charity at home. Because if you don't start charity at home, and you start bringing in people from other countries while your country's in debt, while shipping all your jobs to other those same countries, your country's going to be in debt and go down, spiral into a into an implosion and kaboom, or go down like a Titanic. Um, it would just be very unwise. So based upon him being a nationalist, I would say our countries, both wherever we are, whether it's France, UK, or the free world, US of A, or uh, Two-Faced, Black-Faced Trudeau, uh, if they were more caring about their own countries instead of giving their money to, say, Ukraine or China, and then tell us he gave China millions of our dollars because he wants to feed them. Uh, for all I know, the child, when they receive the money in those countries, they don't use them for what they say they're going to use them for. In addition to, or they might buy weapons or create diseases in labs, but but um, with respect to charity starting at home, uh, sorry, I lost my train of thought. Uh, with respect to charity starting at home, there's people who don't have a bed here, and I'm not talking about crackheads and stuff. I'm talking about people who say, for instance, needed help from a legal clinic after being illegally evicted, but then was told, well, our poster says we help people with landlord-tenant matters, immigration and refugees, but the reality is we collect all the money, but we only help refugees. So we can't help you unless you're a refugee. So refugees come here, get top-class $500 a night hotels, 
which is amped up by the hotels because they know taxpayers are going to flip the bill for that. 500 bucks a hotel times 111, uh, I think, thousand or 111 million, I can't recall, refugees who come to our countries and get pregnant for a living. After getting pregnant for a living, getting subsidies out of the yin-yang, they're clogging up their traffic, the sidewalk, creating more debt, while our city mayor, Olivia Cheng, Cheng, or is it, no, Chow, Olivia Chow, she is telling us, oh, we need to find out where we can make cuts to all the resources. And I'm thinking, where's this accent coming from? She was a neighbor for decades, which was kind of corrupt because she was in government housing while making a six-figure salary, which is not supposed to be happening. And when I saw her person to ask her and her party some questions, she told her crew, don't answer any of his questions. Don't talk to him. She did that three times when I caught her in the public on the street. She's not to be trusted. And now all of a sudden she comes up with this, this, this sort of a fake babbling baby accent trying to make y'all think she's this innocent little old Chinese lady. And she speak like this. And she doesn't really speak like this because she admitted that she was either born here or she came here as a little girl a long time ago, I think in the 70s. So for her to be acting like she can't speak English with this new accent she put it on, it, it, it fools a lot of suckers, but not the types of people who listen to Anthony Bryan Logan live and not myself either, because I'm not a sucker. I know what time it really is. And a lot of these people put into positions acting like they're here to help you under the fault of safety are the same types that set the fires at night covertly, secretly, while you're sleeping and unaware. And then by day, act as if they're the solution to the problems that they secretly, covertly created. She doesn't need to make cuts. We don't need to spend billions of dollars on housing. We have, or shall I say, used to have all the housing, but they've been going to all the Chinese, Africans, all the people who just got here last. And they're not telling you that to your face. And unless you're in the know, in the gutter, in the minutia, like some people, hardly any people, you won't see the inside scoop and know what's really going on unless you're gone where no man has gone before. I used to be, I used to have these MPP counselors that, Sorry, calendars that would say, if you have this problem, call this number. And I thought, oh, it's going to be easy if we ever get into the gutter. And we'll tell you something. When I was in the in the gutter on the front lines, I could tell you those numbers are just a waste of taxpayers' money. It's just the runaround. And when those who come last get treated first and those who are born or raised here get treated last, you know something's wrong. When you're being discriminated against and your parents' hard-earned tax money they've worked their entire lives for are never going to help you, but they're helping people who just got here last, who mind you shouldn't be here because there, if there isn't enough money for you and I, then there should not be enough money for them. Wow. While you and I are treated like Martin Luther King or uh, uh, that lady Rosa Parks, right they told get to the back. You know right, what I mean? Right, get right to on. The back. I, I'll make cut oh. you off. I'll make cut you off, but I got a little bit of time left. So thank you for your call, man. Definitely appreciate you. God bless America. Land of the Free Home of the Brave. Right on, and man. Strickland, too. Amen. Right on. Thank you I for the you. call. All right. Shout out to my man for the call. 773, you don't know who I'm speaking to? ABL, it's your retired Chicago police officer. Thanks for squeezing my call on ABL. If for no other reason than superstition. Yeah. <laughs> um, ABL, you know, I watched all your videos this week, as usual. And, uh, you know, here in Chicago, you know, there are those times during the winter that it gets super cold like this. 
you know, this is a little colder than it usually gets, but there's always a, you know, uh, a time of season in, in the winter that it gets bitingly cold. It gets this darn cold. Everything is miserable and nothing like that works. You can't have, you know, a battery powered snowblower. You know, it, 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 it just doesn't work here. So people are finding out because, you know, they're nice looking cars. A lot of them, a lot of the Teslas and the other electric cars, they're good looking cars. They're just not at, at the point yet that you could use them in all conditions to take place of a gasoline powered car. They're not to that point yet. It's great to have them and all that, but for the most part on a big scale, it's not time to do it. And California shows how naive they are when they go beyond just trying to sell electric vehicles, you know, as a thing, but you order it that you have to have them and stop selling or driving, uh, you know, uh, gasoline cars within 10 years or whatever nonsense. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And then the other thing I wanted to say, B.L., is about Trump. Obviously, it's clear that Trump is the front runner for the Republicans. I don't think anybody can beat Trump unless somebody cheats. Unless they cheat and they somehow get all these illegal aliens uh, to vote and all that, uh, I don't think anybody has a chance uh, uh, against Trump. I really don't. And uh, I'd like to see who they're going to run. If they run, I want them to run Biden. I don't want Biden to go to prison or have any kind of problems for the next nine months because I want the opponent to be Biden because he should have to run if for no other reason than to stand up for what he's done to this country and for him to see that we as Americans don't want that. We don't agree with with the way the country is going. And I think you'll be surprised how many people switch over to Trump when given a, a, a head-to-head uh, choice of Trump or Biden. Because people are not believing. Uh, did you see that Rachel Maddow, by the way, ADL? And I know we're running along here. But Rachel Maddow, they wouldn't even show, yeah. they wouldn't even mention Trump's name or show any of the Trump Trump footage of, of news. That's news. That's news. You're not going to say his name and you're not going to cover it. I mean, it's, it's disgusting and disgraceful. Anyway, ABL, thanks for squeezing me in and uh, I'll talk to you later. Thank you. Thank you for the call. I definitely appreciate you. Thanks, ABL. All right. That will be a wrap for me. Shout out to you guys uh, for being here as always. You guys are the best audience anywhere on these internets. If you like what you heard tonight, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all of that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. I'll be back on the, the, the live stream, same bat time, same bat place on Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern time to right around right now, 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Shout out to you guys for being here. Could not do the show without you. Shout out to everybody for watching, retweeting, super chatting, whatever you're doing. I most certainly appreciate it. Shout out to the mods for keeping the trolls in check. Thank you guys for being here. You guys are the best. And I couldn't do it without you. I got all the super chats. Much they don't know. Thank you for supporting the show. And is there anything else I wanted to say? I think that'll pretty much be it. So 
you guys stay warm out there. If you got to eat V and it's not warm, I don't know what to tell you. But until next time, y'all be safe. I'm out and peace.